0: Welcome to another episode of Pizza Punk. My name is Pizza Jeff, although that's not what it says below, but that's what—that's who I am. And this is this is Lindsay Adams. Hi. Hi. What's up, dude?
1: What's up? I'm like I should have put on makeup, but I really am being brave.
0: No, you look great. You know, I'll tell you. Um, I just throw on the sunglasses, and everything's okay.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you don't need makeup. You look great. You could see the ring light in my glasses though, which is funny.
0: I want to get one of those.
1: Um, That's great. I got a box light. What's it called? A soft box, a soft.
0: Yeah. (laughs) A soft box. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I
1: got something and it, and I highly recommend that.
0: Okay. You'll have to send me a link to it. Welcome to my show.
1: Welcome. Hi! Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh my god! Well, you know, I'll be honest. I haven't had any. I haven't had any uh, female guests on my show. It's episode fifteen,
1: and <laughs> I was just like.
0: Funny. Oh come on! For you know what? For doing this in my spare time, it's it's. it's No, I meant
1: I meant it's not bad. It's not bad to not have had a woman (laughs) for that many. Not. Um, It's actually crazy and great that you've been doing this for fifteen shows.
0: Well, it's. I don't have much else to do in the sense of (laughs) if I'm not working, but it kind of contradicts what I just said. But you know, um, yeah.
1: It is. Sorry. No, it's your spare it's your spare time. You're a dad. You're a husband. You're living a I'm a house life.
0: husband. I'm a house husband because I'm unemployed. Oh. Okay,
1: so, fair. There you go.
0: So my honey brings home the bacon. Sorry, the um the the, the kosher salami. And no, there you, no, there you. <laughs> And I I watch the Kindla. And you know what? I like yeah. that. I like doing it. I, I bet. Wish- I wish I didn't have to go back to the the workforce eventually. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. You know what? I've been actually applying to. I've been trying to find podcast and like talk show gigs. Oh like yeah, that's
1: a great call.
0: Yeah, I, I've been applying every day, and I just figured, you know, I love talking on the internet. I can talk endlessly. I have a big mouth. I never shut up. Why not try and do that? And so, because fuck yeah. Because screw day jobs, they suck. They're the worst.
1: They're bad. <laughs> They're bad.
0: They're terrible. Um, so, first of all, you know, we haven't seen or spoken to each other in over a decade. Do you realize this?
1: I oh, know it hasn't been hasn't been a, over a decade. We have we yeah. saw each other at one point in New York, but was it over a decade no. ago?
0: We came to New Jersey. <gasps>
1: That's right, when my dad died, and that was the sweetest thing.
0: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that part, but yes, when your father oh, was care. when your father was uh I think he was I'm not sure if he had passed yet or if he was oh, ill, Oh yeah, but he, he came was, to see you. Yeah.
1: He was close to it. That's right. Yes. Oh yeah. my heart. I know, but other than that, I haven't seen you in five hundred years.
0: That was but that was ten years. That had to have been ten years ago.
1: About a uh, close close. It was a little less, was it? No, it was about ten years. Twenty eleven,
0: right? When did your father?
1: Wow,
0: pass? I'm not going to lie,
1: I don't remember the year.
0: Um <laughs> oh, wow! wow. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty. No, I think you're right. I think it was 2011. So yeah, wow, it's been ten years. It'll be ten. That means it'll be ten in May. That makes me feel better. That I. It hasn't happened yet. We
0: didn't wait exactly ten years. We said, you know, it was just a little bit. But I, you know, apart from I'm always bothering you on social media and just being like,
1: which I love. I, which I fucking love. Get that engagement, baby. I also just love hearing from you.
0: Well, I, you know, I noticed that on the other side of the country, you're doing things that are very similar to the things that I do. So I think that's yes.
1: (laughs) I know it's great because you are the one that actually went to film school and you actually know what you're doing and I'm calling things a soft box and what is it a light box a light soft
0: I I honestly don't know what you're talking about I think it's just you know an led light isn't I have a light right here that I kind of use for a slight dramatic effect I, a bit. I
1: have it's mm-hmm. like it's like a box. It's like a box and that you put a cover on and the lights behind it like when you see in a photo studio. Softbox. 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 Okay, yeah. great. Um yeah. no, I uh, you I remember you were filming shit like a million years ago before I like even knew what the fuck I was doing.
0: Well, so when
1: I started doing it I was like, oh, of course Jeff has a bunch of shit cuz you've been putting
0: out like movies. I put out one feature, I started on a second feature. I COVID happened. So I did my first feature in 2016. I started right. on my second feature last March, uh, the weekend before COVID hit in March. No. I shot 20% of the movie and now it's just like ah. I get in the water. Yeah. Yeah. And then I lost no. my job. <laughs> listen, you know what? We had it. So we are so, I'm so fortunate compared to what some people have gone through. It's really not that big of a deal, but I'll tell you something. And I'm sure you can relate to this being an artist. I don't know what it was. The first, when I was making the first movie, I was like, it was a sense of urgency. Like if I couldn't succeed in this task, then I was going to die inside. Like my soul, like I would die.
1: Yeah. And then this,
0: this time I, sort of fail not failed, but I guess I'm at an impasse that I'm at a impasse that will probably never be passed. But it doesn't bother me. Like I can accept I can accept this on its own terms, if you know what I mean. I can accept the situation and just sort of it's not the end of the world. And I don't know why that is, but it's like a weird, interesting thing where you you kind of grow. Yeah.
1: I think it's less scary because you For me, I'm, like, I realize how little it matters. Like, I build it up and, like, how, like, it also doesn't matter how hard you work. You can still fail. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like, how perfect something is or how good it is or how hard you try. It it could still... That's I think what's like interesting about being around people in LA is like I see the most hardest working talented people that have done everything right and they don't succeed sometimes. Mm. So so I'm just like instead of being like a pissy bitch about it, I'm like, okay, then that means that what I do literally doesn't matter. Like who cares? I just have to put it out there and then see what happens. And then it feels like less scary.
0: Fill me in. So fill me in on a couple of things. So I'm trying to make sense of of you of uh, what happened after the last time we saw each other, Um, and for no other reason than simply just life. You know, life. You know, you just yeah, life goes on. No, 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 nothing bad or anything. You know, it's just the way it is. But um, so, what brought you out to L.A.
1: comedy? So I, we knew each other in Chicago when I was at Columbia yes. at, and I was studying music business yes. and I was like, my whole thing was like, I wanted to be a singer and I wanted to be an artist and a musician or whatever. And here's the truth is like, I wanted to be a singer and I wanted someone to discover me and then do the work for me. So <laughs> like, like I loved it, and I like can sing, but like I just wasn't willing to work for it. And so basically, when I graduated, I it like leveled everything out because I like my last ditch effort was like I'm gonna learn. Oh my god, so good to see you too. That's
0: my wife, hi! everybody. I
1: know. Hi. Um. Yeah, like when I graduated, I. Uh, I basically was just like, I have to start brand new, fresh, like I, I don't know what to do. And so I had tried, st- I'd always been obsessed with stand up comedy. And I never thought it, like, it was something that I could like actually do. And I did an open mic at what, like early on at one point before I was like in college. And then I tried it for real. And I like did so poor, like I ate shit so hard. Nick was there. My boyfriend was there.
0: By the way, say hello to Nick for me. I will. I remember, I I remember Nick. Yeah. Great guy. Phenomenal guy. Great guy.
1: He's he's the best. I yeah. love him. We we found good partners. We, did. we found really good part. We found we got funny,
0: lucky. It was funny because I don't want to interrupt your story, but just quick sidebar. No, no, you're not. We both we both found we both found them roughly at the same time and both went through that turmoil a little bit and we like kind of like it kind of overlapped together. Remember yes. that? When it was
1: perfect.
0: I remember when yeah, I won't I won't get into it, but you, you had there was a that there was the the ex before and
1: yes 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 right. and i tell this story yeah. to everybody i tell oh, this story did. to everybody that okay. i was like heartbroken <laughs> and yeah. i like was so sad and i went over to your place and you were like you didn't even like him
0: wait can <laughs> and I tell that like, story with me in it saying that i didn't that you didn't like him really, <laughs> really?
1: Huh. no not about nick about that's what yeah, i remember the other I mean, guy. like yeah yeah, you were like, I don't even think you liked him, and I was like, damn, you're right. It was like the truest thing I've ever heard in you my came life. Over I was and, like, like,
0: yeah, you and you were cream. just
1: like, yes. I can. I remember you were just like, and you were in the sweetest, nicest, most like caring way. You were just like,
0: you didn't like him,
1: did you? Really like him? Like it was just so. It was so good. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Do you, I don't remember saying that, but I will remember what I did say to you. I do remember. Or no, I'll remember what you said to me. Sorry, this is what you and I love this when, when you speak to people after it being such a long time and they remember some detail that you don't remember and it like it's like yeah. a piece of the puzzle in like yeah. the story. I remember you saying very specifically. Um, I remember you telling me that you also went home and like curled up in a bunch of blankets and ate potato chips and ice cream and it was like a cocoon. And you needed to do that yeah. before you could like, like blossom out. And then the other thing you said was you had an ideal that you wanted in a boyfriend and you knew exactly what it was. And you kind of like, I forgot what the, the list was, but you like had a bunch of yeah. things that you knew that you wanted. And then shortly thereafter, I don't know how you, and I don't remember how you and Nick met, but you guys met Yeah. and you know, you weren't sure. And then it was, you know, and now you got, it's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's good.
1: Thank you. And I, your story, I remember so well too. We were in a diner.
0: We were in a diner. You guys,
1: you guys have such a a love story. You have such an amazing story to tell your kids. I'm obsessed. Like when they're old enough to, like, it's so, it's, it's like my favorite fairy tale um, of cuteness.
0: So go back to your thing. So you you're in LA. Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. So well, so I I start stand up comedy in Chicago. I ate shit. It was off. Like I did so poorly, and I stopped doing it after that. Yeah, he was there, and there was like no nobody could nobody could lie. It was so horrible, and so I couldn't stop doing it. Like I just really needed it. Like I loved it, and I. It was great. I had never been more scared in my life and I was never scared of being on stage, but this horrified me and I just like got off on it. So did stand up for years. And then I really like Chicago wasn't my place. Like it just wasn't, I How long loved did you stay Chicago there? and the people I met. I stayed there for, I think eight years total. Like, Shut yeah.
0: up. You were there forever.
1: I was there for, for a long time because wow. like I stayed after I graduated and kind of floated right. around and like my dad died and everything. And then at one point I lost my job and I went and visited my friend in LA and I was like, I fucking love it here. And I was like, I want to move to LA. Cause if I moved, if I moved to New York with the, like the comedians are either going to New York or LA. And if I went right. to New York, I was never going to go to LA. I was going to stay there. My mom was in the like close by. I was never going to leave. I was never. So I was like, I got to go to LA first because otherwise I will never get there. And then, and now I'm here.
0: And you I mean, I. You need a car though.
1: I, yeah, you do need a car. I love driving though. Like I love it. And yeah. I hate it. And
0: good for podcasts. It's,
1: It's great. It's great for podcasts. I, my road rage is like
0: heinous.
1: So, oh my god, you're drinking a Zevia?
0: Wait, are you drinking one too?
1: I was, and then I switched it to a diet.
0: <laughs> See, I'm either drinking <laughs> seltzer. I either drink seltzer on the show or I drink that I'm currently. So here's the thing. And this is what's so funny about like the, the videos you make versus the videos I make R- quick sidebar. Cause we're still, we're still telling your story. I'm putting it on the shelf for one moment. So, sure, 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 sure. um, you know, um, uh, as you know, our, you know, uh, the condition, some of my conditions that I have, and that translates, has translated into uh, food, particularly sugar, where, mm-hmm. you know, and what happens is I go through these periods, starting really in 2014, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to like eat as little sugar as humanly possible. I lost so much weight. It was great, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. And then like, you know, I got to like, I got to like November and like yo-yoed back and forth, back and forth over these years. But what I started to do was it was like, if I'm going, and here's the thing. And this is where like, I'm like, like I wish you were, I kind of wish we lived closer because I feel like we were. I do
1: too. Incredible
0: content. Um, I, I my kink, my food kink is weird shit that like just it, cotton candy flavored, like Cheeto yeah. balls, like whatever. And I got to try it. Yeah. I got to try that shit one time, at least just once. And I was like, well, let me start filming this. I'm going to call it the junk food journey and I'll film myself. And then I can use the excuse that I'm uh, making content while I destroy my body. And, um, and then, you know, what, what's, what takes it to the next level. What's even worse. What's even more insidious is um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Maybe I shouldn't tell you, or maybe I should. It's called universal yums. And what that is, is that is food around the world that comes to you in a crate, the weirdest shit, and it's a subscription box. And they have, like, and that's, like, truly my favorite, even more so than weird junk food, is that, like, I I just want to try, yeah, I just want weird food from around the world, salted egg yolk popcorn from Thailand, like, haggis potato chips, um, just, like, also from Scotland, like, just all these crazy... Weird things, and you know what the best part is? I don't want to eat it over and over. I just want to try it, yeah, and then move on to the next thing. And so, it's like, uh, it's like uh, I go into, I go peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And right now, I'm, I'm just trying to stay sugar free. I'm eating sunflower seeds. You know, uh, I don't know how long. It never, it's not, it's never forever. It's just I go as long as I can. And then I go time yes. something like that.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Oh my god. I yeah, obviously I can deeply relate, same issues for a million years. I think it's like interesting because when I started baking, it actually makes me feel more in control because I have a purpose towards mm-hmm. what I'm making. Also, you have to be uh like sugar, I'm obsessed with. I love sugar. I will consume it. I mean, like exactly what you just said, like potato chips and ice cream. I used to eat so much ice cream, it was like unbelievable. Like I think about it now and I'm just Wait, like you know that in ice cream. Oh, of co- I had like a, a <laughs> ser- I had a series of years, Jeff, where I ate that. <laughs> I, I was like I was like, I'm eating it for a meal and I don't care. Like I was yeah. just like I literally it's just like so I I will jump on board with any of that but like when I started like baking I realized like when I bake I have to be intentional and I have to put space between when I eat it and when Mm. I'm when I intend to make it and so it makes me like think harder I mean that doesn't help me at 1am when I like pull it out of the fridge and sit it on the table you know what I mean so I try to like give it away but like in that I I always think that when I bake something, I'm gonna like sit down immediately and eat all of it, and it never happens. And I like love that, but I'm the same. I'm like exactly the same as you. I like want to try the weird stuff. Did your parents raise you on with junk food, or did they not let you have sugar?
0: So it was a weird, it was a weird dichotomy. Well, you know, sugar was really my first drug.
1: Right. You same. Know?
0: And that's how, when I like tell my story, I talk about that as, you know, being a sensationalist. And, you know, like the, that, and before, and like just really, you know, and my parents, it was so weird because like my mom would like not want to keep it in the house and try so hard to keep it away. But then at the same time she would like bribe, bribe me with it. You know, it was like this (laughs) weird, it was this really weird, messed up thing. And what's funny is, my my son doesn't have uh, doesn't have much of a sugar tooth. It, it's like he can yeah. take it or leave it. And my daughter is just like me, and just she her whole her synapses fire when there's sugar. So I'm it, it's it deeply concerns me because the thing is, it's like you give sugar and then you're going you're going like is this by by creating more access to the sugar. Is this a good or bad thing? If they grow up without the sugar, are they going to go hard like a motherfucker? Or is it like if they are just given sugar, then they'll just take it for granted and it just be a, a regular thing yeah. like wine, like wine in Europe when you're 15. You know what I mean? That's so. like
1: such a choice that everyone I know that's a parent has that same thing because I just like, it's so hard to tell. Like my mom raised me all organic. Like she really? like grocery, like- yeah, like, she she was, like, her and her friends were, like, hippies that, like, believed that, like, uh, the preservatives in food in the 90s was going to, like, actually kill you. So, like, like, there was one time we were at a diner and I started eating sweet and low, and I have never <laughs> seen my mom lost her mind. It was like I was eating poison. And, like, in retrospect, yes, it is poison, but, like, Uh, but it it meant that like when I went to friends' houses and stuff, and they had like Lucky Charms, I was like, I'm having three bowls, and like stuff like that. Or they would, I would always be like, whenever I would go over to my friend's house, they were always like, Oh, great, you brought Lindsay over, because I would always be like, Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? (laughs) Do you guys have any fruit roll ups? Like. It was like, I literally went home from my first sleepover ever at my neighbor's house because they said they didn't do dessert in their house.
0: It's ambrosia of the gods.
1: It's, I just like, I was like, oh, what's for dessert before we like had our sleepover and everything was fine. I didn't miss my mom. I was just like a little, it was like my first sleepover ever. And I was like, it's great. And she goes, dessert? Um, yeah, we don't do that. I guess you could have some popcorn and I was like,
0: I have to go home. Uh get, bye. Yeah, because you thought that it was you thought that it was like, you know, your night to cut loose and let lo and behold, you, you're you're not gonna get your your kids. Yeah. you know.
1: Just like such a deep attachment to, to sugar. But I think it's like it's hard to know if that is like Because I also go above and beyond, but I definitely think the affinity towards the extra weird sweets, like the extra disgusting stuff, has to do with the fact that, like, I think it's an inner child thing, though, because it's like, it makes me feel like a kid.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, like that little kid that couldn't that like was like told no. It's like if I want to get three different kinds of chips, I'll get three different kinds of chips and who the fuck is going to stop me? Like
0: right. Well, I mean, that's also like that's the I mean, that's that's like going yeah, away to college and like shopping on your own and just being like I can just I can do whatever I want. And I definitely had, you know what I've had? I've had that with being a homeowner and like something gets oh. damaged. And like something gets damaged in my house or I'm like doing something. I'm like, oh, I can't do that because mom and dad will be mad if this gets broken and be like, wait a minute. Right. This is my house. I own this house. Like <laughs> I could just, Oh, I put a little dent in the ceiling, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I, yeah. I, like, this is like, I don't have to, I don't have to be, I don't have to worry about that. Like, you know, that's like that that's kind amazing. of, amazing. I think it's the same sort of, you know, and obviously like I would probably answer to the wife a bit, but it's like, It's just that I think that's partially, you know, maybe growing up and still being a kid, maybe partially like uh, being in better communication with your inner child who tells you that it wants something and then you go for that. And it might have to do with the fact that, you know, for me and the hardest thing, you know, I gave up a lot. And once I gave up smoking, and you knew me when I quit smoking. Yeah. You know, I was like, "What vices do I have left?" And that's when you know, I I probably weigh like a hundred more pounds than I did when you knew me. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not. No, that's that's that might be an exaggeration. No, because I wear it. No, because I wear it very. I filled out. I filled out. But you want to know? It's not like not in. It's not. It's not all bad weight. You know, a little around my tummy. Yeah. It's um, you know what it is, It's funny. It's just amazing what happens when you quit smoking, and it's like all of a sudden your body sort of just shifts and changes and like you you know, I felt like I put on more muscle, like weird, like I don't know, like I just I filled yeah. that's what I mean like I filled out like I felt like I became a man when I stopped smoking,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I loved smoking. i I have like exactly the, i exactly the same sentiment. Like I loved smoking, and then I vaped for years. and I once I got a hold of the jewel, it really took me down a real dark path. like right. it was not. Um, I mean, like I would wake up with it. I kept it under my pillow at night and I, and so like I would wake up and before I would even be awake, I would start like puffing on my jewel. And I love, I mean, like I lived for it. I, I couldn't not have it in the car. If I forgot it somewhere, I would go immediately and buy another one. Like I was like, I, I remember being at shows and open mics and I would have it in my hand and like, I would just hold on to the vape until it dissipated so that I could do it inside. And like, I did it on airplanes. Like, I just like, if I figured out a way to, I could not be without it for more. And if anybody, you can. And if like anybody said anything, I was like, so, I was like, so defensive. Um, But I also was like spending so much money. And I knew that I like, I was like, I actually don't know when I ever will be ready to stop. That's the truth. Because I was like, I don't really see any consequences. So I don't think I'll ever stop.
0: Are you still are you still and you're still on it now?
1: No, I did stop. I did. Oh, good. That's why it brought me it got me to such like a sad place where like when I tried to like actually it's like with smoking. It's like you try to actually stop and you realize you can't. And then that brings you to a darker place when you're like sitting in your car and you're like, fuck, I had to go to the gas station. Um
0: yeah i mean i can relate to those i can relate to some of that with sugar and with like you know eating feelings and that's that whole thing for me you were talking about like stuff with baking and like i have to like partition for me um it's like i have like a weird thing about containers like if i take Hmm. if i take a container and i put X amount of whatever in my container Mentos gum. If I put, you know,
1: I love Mentos gum. Love yeah,
0: it's great. Mentos this, Mentos this one's a good flavor. See, This is what I'm on right now. This is my. This is my. Yes, jam. the
1: grape. The yeah. grape. You know it's what you would favorite. really like? This is sugar free. I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. Trust sugar? me. It makes me. What? I swear to God, it makes me shit my pants. <laughs> and I like the. I like the lemon. It makes me shit my pants, but I so love good. it. Okay, the lemon so is
0: so. Good. Wait, do you
1: have a sprout out there?
0: A what? Sprouts? Or no. You no. Know, I are ordered. You- so I ordered this off of Amazon because I was looking oh. for. Um, I was looking for xylitol, whatever it's called. I don't can't pronounce the word xylitol. Xylitol candy, yeah. because I wanted to try and have something. And what I do is I pop one of these at night, maybe two, you yeah. know, two or three. It takes the edge off, and then what happens is as the chunks get smaller and smaller it's like it looks like meth it's like such a yeah it's like crack yeah um but have you th- had
1: have you had lily's chocolate
0: yes and i can't eat it okay. there's some things i can't why? eat i'll tell you yeah. why because as i was saying about the containers so for me i can sometimes and this is has to do with like that part of the brain that we have where
1: yeah
0: if 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 i'm eating a container and then the container is empty and i've said i've made a contract at the beginning of the of the session where i go when this is empty that is it you are done and then i right. savor it slowly like i slowly savor it it's something that i look forward to at the end of the night like some sort of nightcap and then once it's gone i can be okay with that if I'm taking from the big container of something uh, it like pints of ice cream to me is a serving size I cannot for the life Same. of me you can't, you can't eat half a pint what human being what monster what freak can eat half a pint of ice cream and then put the rest in and it's the type of container it's not like a candy that keeps in it's little bottle it's like no this ice cream is going to melt if I don't all eat it <laughs>
1: I, the the container thing, I totally get. I have to like, I have to like portion it out. It's like such a, yeah. but you know, it's, it's so funny and I'm sure like, The the older I get too, the more my body like makes a full stop and is like this like I physically can't handle because I'll be like, you know what, I'm gonna go nuts tonight and I'm gonna eat everything. And then like my body is just like wrecked. I'm like, truly, I'm sweating. I like can't sleep correctly. Like (laughs) it for me, like, it'll all of a sudden affect everything. I wake up and I'm like, Incredibly bloated. I'm irritable. My face, like, it's so fucking stupid.
0: So it's interesting that you say that because two things. One, So for me and that this is why sugar is so dangerous for me, but yet I can't live without it. Like I, it has to be in my life, but I can't, I I have to like, I have to do this thing where like, you know, it's like, Oh, if I start on January 1st, I go as long as I can. And it's like, look, I can tell you that for a month and 10 days I've been good because I literally look at the date, and that's like, I love that. I, I can't start on March 13th. It just doesn't work that way. Um, right. But, um, But what's funny about sugar, what's dangerous for me and sugar is that like my brain, like I literally don't know how to stop apart from some of those things that we were just talking about, those mental, like, you know, trigger, mental, whatever um, tools to, you know, sort of, and sometimes they don't even work, but you know, when they do work, Um, but what's funny, what's so, oh God, what was I going to tell you about? Oh, I can, oh, here's what it is. For me, if I eat sugar too late at night, I will pass out like hardcore pass out. Like my, my eyes will roll into the it's like I wake, I go into a fugue state where my eyes kind of roll into the back of my head and I'm just like, yeah, like I'll have a movie on. My wife is already asleep. I'm downstairs, you know, breaking bad, as I like to call it. And and all yeah. of a sudden I just go. <laughs> I fall, I just fall out, man. And then the other thing, but I can still consume large quantities of sugar, but that's what happens to my body. The other thing though, and this is what's funny, is you know, when we were in college, you know, when I was younger, uh, when my when I had the metabolism of a hummingbird, which which definitely was aided by smoking cigarettes, um right. I could eat anything super late, be like, oh, it's 30 in the morning. I better make myself a snack. And eat it and totally be chill. Just earlier this year, I was like, I decided to get a bucket of of um, honey wings. At at this or not earlier this year, last year it was last fall. I decided to get a bucket of honey wings, kind of like the Jules Osco honey wings that they used to have, which I love. Oh my god, yeah. But um, and I ate it at like twelve o'clock at night with mozzarella sticks. And let me tell you something. That's my favorite meal, uh, honey wings and mozzarella sticks. Hand in hand. Really? Um, oh yeah, it's great. Great. Four, four or five mozzarella sticks with like a couple of pieces of chicken. And and that is just like that is just the the snack. And so that
1: sounds delicious.
0: Yeah, but at like twelve or like twelve o'clock at night, I'm eating this and I'm laughing about like you know, it's funny. I would I never blinked an eye when I was younger. This was so natural. Yeah. And as uh, as a 35-year-old man or 34-year-old man, what however old I was, I don't know if it was before or after my birthday, um I I oh my god, my body was wrecked. I I can't eat late at night. You can't do it. It like ruins your body. It like, kills your body. It's like, it's it's
1: so funny. It's like such an anomaly because I keep trying to like pretend like I'm just imagining it, but like I remember going to bed, I remember eating a shit ton and then going to sleep and waking up in the morning and I felt like a new person. And now, and I used to I used to I used to make fun of my mom because we would eat like around like the holidays or something. We would eat a lot and the next morning she'd be like, oh, "I'm still full from last night." And I was like, "Whatever, like you're giving me an eating disorder." And like now if I eat too much, if I eat like an incredible amount before bed, one, I don't sleep because I can't be comfortable. It's not. And then I wake up and I'm literally full from the night before. And I'm like, right, the fucker? like, it's right. so, and it's crazy. Like, it's so embarrassing because I love making these silly videos and being like, Oh, trying this like crazy flavor. And then later, like I just did a Valentine's day chocolate one and then like had to like sit down after I ate all the chocolates and was like heavy breathing. Like, (laughs) Like,
0: like, no, but like, I see what you're doing and I love, you know, what's funny is you have, you have way more, there's way more rhyme and reason to like the way you have done your, me is just like, I, I get a bunch of different peeps. I have like the birthday cake peeps. I have the watermelon peeps. I have the and I'm just and then by the end I'm literally playing Chubby Bunny. You know, Chubby Bunny is a but game. But I love it. Yeah, but Chubby Bunny is a game that you play with two people. And here I am with a camera and I'm playing Chubby Bunny by myself because I have no one else to do this. With.
1: I mean it's it's mu- it's it's you just call it mukbang. Yeah, That's mukbang. like the best yeah. thing. It's literally, like, always be like, hey, uh, this is a, I have a friend who does videos, and she's amazing, and she's at the point now where she has so many followers that, like, she literally is, like, Christmas Day mukbang, and just, like, films herself eating dinner. I mean, it's sweet, because she does it with the intention of, like, anybody that doesn't have anybody to eat with on Christmas could, like, Aww. do with her, but, like, right, a- which is really, I don't know, it's really heartwarming, but... At the same time, I'm like, bitch, you just filmed yourself eating for an hour? Okay. I mean, sign me up. Like, yeah. where is my – I try to have rhyme or reason, but I do essentially just, like, pull things off the shelf and, um, and get and, excited.
0: Like, but what's amazing is – and what I noticed you doing, I'm just like, God, like, I just was – I was just laughing – when I was seeing them, I was like, she just, she does what I do. Like I go, I'm like, yeah. oh, that place looks sketchy. Like the Christmas tree store. I'm like Christmas tree yeah. store is my favorite place in the world. Cause they like go in there and it's just like, it's like the island. It's not the Island of misfit toys. It's the Island of misfit candy. It's just all the weird, bizarre Like, you know, and again, if like, if I see something that's like cotton candy flavored or buttered popcorn flavored, like Mike and Ike's, they make a thousand flavors of Mike and Ike's.
1: Mike and Ike's are my favorite candy. So good. good. They're so good. Um, No, I do this. I'm exactly the same as you. Like I'm exactly, I feel like if we, if we were to go somewhere (laughs) that we've never been we would everyone would murder us because i would just i always have to go i always want to buy the candy that looks crazy like you're not this isn't supposed to exist or you know it's like years and years old yes like i'll go and i'll get like yes. if i'm at like a bodega or something. <laughs> yeah i'm like this is like crusty and like i gotta <laughs> That's why like I love the clearance rack candy because it's so Best. funny because it's just like shit that sits on the clearance rack or the stuff that goes on sale that nobody buys, like these companies it's bad ideas.
0: These are bad ideas. Yeah. Like that's what happens. They get they, they come up with a bunch of ideas and they go, What if we do this and it doesn't sell, but they have so much left over. Yeah. And then people like yeah. us are like, Thank God. You know. Yeah.
1: Well, sometimes you get really good stuff out of it. Sometimes yes. I'm like, I don't know why this must be a a bad market, a bad marketing thing because this is like actually there was some brownie brittle I had after Christmas that I was like, I mean, these are cookies, it's not brownie brittle, but they're delicious. So, <laughs> I don't I'm also know why. Like,
0: it's also a texture thing with like candy and yeah. stuff. Like there's certain textures from you know, I like the like a great example in the we have Wegmans out here. I don't know if you're familiar with Wegmans. It's kind of like a oh
1: my god, I miss Wegmans.
0: Oh, you know Wegmans. Okay, we just had one open I'm up. They have a, a, Well, it's really great, and I'm very happy. About I it. know. I'm sorry, to, <laughs> uh, sorry to sorry to make you feel jealous.
1: You're fine. Um,
0: but they have a international section, so I'm going through the international section, of course, looking at all the stuff, and they have something yeah. called. Oh my God, it's from England and it's like a hard honeycomb covered in chocolate called crack. It's literally called crack or something or crackle. Yeah, it's called crackle, maybe. And it's, it is, the texture is so bizarre. It tastes okay, but the texture, just totally like, you know, and that's what, that's when it, like, I get off on this stuff of like, not like in that kind of way, yeah. but like, you know, this is like my, yeah. it's just my food kink. Like, I just love this sort of stuff. I, and, you know, it's just the way it is.
1: is. No, it's the same. Every, I, I haven't like traveled a ton, but anytime I've gone to a different country, I always have to go to like a 7-Eleven. Because that's where they have like all their Like if there's a 7-Eleven type store, I go and I have to get all the snacks. Like when Nick and I went to Thailand like four years ago or something, I was like, I mean like the street food, like we ate everything. And like, and there were 7-Elevens like every five feet. And I would just go and stock up. They're really big on milk candy like, milk-flavored candy. Yeah. Which is interesting. And well, so,
0: like... J- Japan is like that, too.
1: Yeah. Like, I think Asia just... In, like, and so it was, like, a lot of, like, milk-flavored candy stuff, which was interesting. And then they would have the cool potato chips. And then, mm. like, it was just cool to try different things. And that like, a lot of, like... um
0: Did you try... Like, when, when you were out there... I'm sorry to cut you off. Did you no, try no. the pineapple salt candy? It's pineapple... It's a hard pineapple candy. I think this is incredibly popular mm. in Thailand. And then it's salt on the inside. And it is, it's the best. I don't remember. <laughs> I, it is so I know that
1: I, we got durian I candy. Enough.
0: I had to gross? get
1: durian. Gross? It was, I mean, it was like the worst. Thing. Like, there's just no reason. Like, but it was like, we were surrounded by durian. Right. So we were like, okay, we kind of have to do this but candy um,
0: durian or it's a it's a hard candy flavored like durian
1: hard candy flavored like durian i've had uh, durian ice cream and it's equally disgusting but like
0: what does it taste like it, i've never had it
1: um you know it's the the whole thing is that it's a mind fuck because like it's i don't think it actually tastes that bad but because your taste and your smell are so connected yeah, It smells horrific, but... Like unwashed
0: feet? Taste, like what? what is the smell? Like
1: rotting flesh. Like it tastes like... I mean, it smells like rotting flesh. Like it's really repulsive. And... But then like the taste of it is different. So it's really hard to like... I just don't care to like have that much confusion when I'm eating something. You know what I mean? I get it. So... I like find, but we went, when we went to Thailand, I bought a bunch of stuff. I, I want to go to, I I try to get all my Canadian friends to bring back stuff from Canada. And then, uh, when we went to Mexico, I went to get a bunch of candy and I learned that I like, don't love Mexican candy, which is a bummer. Spicy. I'm not, I don't, I'm not here for that. Me too, me
0: too. You want to know what's good though? You know what's good? Um, I do like, and I've actually ordered it. I've ordered special ordered this really uh, from Mexico. Well, it's not from Mexico. I don't know where it's from, but it's Mexican made. I love the chicle, the five piece chicle bubble gum, and the lavender. The lavender flavor is yeah heaven to me. That that is, and you know the thing about gum, it's like gum is the worst because it's sugar. But it's not something yeah. you consume; you spit it out. So it's like this weird, in between place that is not like. I've
1: swallowed gum though. I I have a bad habit of swallowing gum.
0: Well, I mean, I, I eat I it younger. like candy. Really? Oh yeah,
1: no, I'm I'm 33 and I still swallow it and oh, yeah. like, and so I have to like stop myself. But I'll do like a full. I mean, my friends made. I ate a full thing of Mentos gum in a day. Yeah, I ate like a full thing of the great Mentos gum in a day, and I had such a stomachache. And I went over to my friends, and she was like,
0: "Artificial sweetener, man."
1: Yeah. Oh my god. That's sugar-free. All the gums.
0: That's sugar-free.
1: I know, and that's yeah. My jam. jam.
0: Love that one. That's
1: a really good one. I. it's, it's so good, but then I, like, ate a whole thing of it, and then I had, like, the worst stomach ache, and she was like, I don't get why you have a stomach ache, and I was like, well, I, I swallowed it, and she was like, what? <laughs>
0: That'll do it. Question, was, question. Like, so
1: mortifying. Yes.
0: Do you like sunflower seeds? No, I don't care for them. I
1: mean, I, I don't dislike them. I don't have an opinion. So. I'm not, what, a, how- I'm not a seed girl.
0: Listen, I'm not into seeds either, but what I found was, you know, it's true what they say, like what all the old the old Christian grandmas who are like, the the idle hands are the devil's plaything. You know, it's I find it true. You know, an idle mouth is the devil's play thing. And so what I do is I just mindlessly eat coconut flavored sunflower seeds which is really
1: coconut flavored.
0: they're good oh they're really good they have a bunch of different flavors and first of all they're they got they got protein they got fiber but i it takes away you know what it is it's like it's like i need to put something in my mouth or i need to be it's almost the act of it's the ritual just the way that we have yeah. our other rituals like the ritual that's connected to the thing it's a ritual that goes with it and the ritual is almost more important than the thing itself like if you don't have the ritual the, like the ritual is the thing that you're you're breaking the law or you're breaking your mother's or father's heart or whatever it's because yeah. i need to do that ritual and i need to do it now <laughs> you know?
1: I do and that so, with sugar-free you know. popsicles. I do sugar-free popsicles. Yeah. Okay. So I get, I get like the good humor ones, like the, have like the crazy colors or whatever. And I keep like a pack always in the freezer. And so You're then it's dad. like right before bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like I'm, it's my habits are so weird. I just will eat.
0: Really popsicles. quenches your thirst though.
1: It does, and that's the other thing is I can't drink. Uh, I, like, I have to cut myself off after this because if I drink past a certain time at night, I don't sleep because I got to get up and pee. I'm just like...
0: <laughs> so let me tell you like, something, Lindsay, Lindsay. <laughs> I You know, I started doing this gallon of water a day, like for the first time ever. It's actually 8.9 gallons of water a day if I'm being rigorously honest about it. And you want to know something? Drinking that much water sucks and I've, I continuously do it and I've actually gotten to a place of fatigue where I like drink half of it. And then I finish the next half the next morning. I'm in a deficit where I find, where I find myself burdened to try and keep the quota up and I'm over drink. It just, and then what happens is I have to go to the bathroom and oh, yeah, constantly, constantly. And I have to tell you, Um, I, you know, I'll get into bed at night and I feel like the slightest urge to pee, the slightest urge. And you know what it is? I feel like the princess in the pee, like, (laughs) like I can't get comfortable until I've evacuated all the urine in my system. And it's just, it sucks, dude.
1: (laughs) It sucks, and it like makes me feel like such an old person too. Because yeah. like Nick will like Nick will like bring a seltzer to bed, yeah, uh, and and he'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm just gonna drink this seltzer before bed, and I'm like, you're crazy.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> like wild. You're
1: nuts! I can't even. Because there's no way. Everywhere we go, I have to pee, and like he has to just accept that I'll pee outside if I have to. He's like, he'll be like, "Please don't pee I'll, on this uh, hiking trail," because okay. he doesn't. It'll be like a public hiking trail, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway, and you're gonna deal with it. And <laughs> so it's like, no matter where we go, I always have to find a bathroom.
0: I wasn't gonna I say I that.
1: To I a lot of water too.
0: I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it just because I feel very hey, comfortable hey. telling you. When I'm I ahead. I briefly when I briefly toured with a band, I feel like I talk about this every episode. I learned how to pee in a bottle because you just <gasps> can't stop. And so, you know, that has that can be a very bad habit of laziness. And oh my god, I'm so yeah, jealous! Not, oh, you're jealous? Well, it's just you know, it's not. Uh, and then what happens is you got to get rid of the pee. It's just yeah. it the whole thing. It's just, it's terrible. I've
1: tried. I've tried to pee in a bottle before. One time we were at the beach, and you got to get a shoe. Uh,
0: Do you know about the shoeies?
1: Oh, I, I, I have them now. <laughs> I, I yes. have the disposable. I have the disposable ones for camping because, like, but Cheers. I'll take them hiking with me. I'm obsessed. Like, we the first time I used one we were hike, we were camping and I was like, I'm going to pee and I'm going to use this. I'm going to go outside the tent. And I started laughing maniacally, just <laughs> that the fact, like I
0: was the like, power. What? the power,
1: Crazy! it was so fun. Never want to like not do that again. But before that, my biggest accomplishment was at uh gay pride in Chicago. Uh, at when I lived right by a seven 11, I, had to pee and I took a big gulp cup and I was wearing a dress and I just like held it with my thighs and peed standing up. And I was like, I am a champion. I'm disgusting.
0: Like I, Whoa. I think that's really impressive if I'm being honest. I think it's really
1: impressive too. And I was so excited and nobody was, everybody was like, okay, throw your pee cup away before you brag about it. And I was like, I was like, I did it. Um, this is why, like, like, I
0: miss all of our, like, friends and sensibilities. No. And, like, you know, I feel like it's just such a... People don't understand these things, you know? They just...
1: No, they it's... Uh, I... Yeah. I mean, such a fucking amazing... That's why I'm always, like... I don't know. Like, Chicago wasn't my place. But, like, pe- meeting people like you or were just, like, some of the most, like, meaningful people that have affected my life so greatly. Like, that's... That I'm like, well, yeah, then that's my people, and obviously I met Nick there too. So I always say that, and it's met like Nick, Poor Nick. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: yeah. That, you know, it's funny though. I think back, you know, sometimes like, and I've returned to Chicago so many times over the years, and yeah. like, the, from time to time, I do, I get, I get nostalgic for that time period, or I get like melancholy that, like, that is. The past and it doesn't exist anymore you know what it is here's what it is I didn't realize that at the time those were some of the best times of my life in terms of like just feeling alive and feeling so accepted and loved by so many people and having so many friends and always having something to do and you know taking it super for granted so that when life moves on. And I'm so happy and glad that life moves on. Obviously you don't want to be doing the same thing over and over again forever. But, you know, I get sad. I'm like, Oh my God, that's the past. And the past doesn't exist anymore. It's like super sad. But Then I also think like, like, it's like an, it was an incredible time of my life. And I've spoken to other people that were in our community, you know, um, who feel the exact same way. It was like this incredible time in our life. Yeah. And it's over, but we have these wonderful memories and these wonderful connections, and it's enriched our lives for the better. And that's it.
1: Yeah, you I, know? I completely, I completely agree. And I still stay like in touch. The thing is, it's like nice about like most of us, even if we don't talk for long periods of time, we can jump right back into it. And I it's still like we'll talk. Some of them moved to LA. It, I, it, it really was such like an amazing it was such a special time. Like it was really, I agree. It was like one of the best times of my life and I just didn't realize it. And yeah. I, but I, I'm glad I was able to be as present as I was, so right. I'll take that. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was nuts, but it's like, it is, I get like, I'll get nostalgic. And then I just realized, I think I'm just like nostalgic that I think it's like what, what i'm experiencing is getting older and yeah. time passing and being like oh fuck like i don't feel i don't feel old like i don't feel like an old person but then i like i'm like oh yeah like that was like a whole period of my life that i don't want back but i also like loved does that make sense? Right. Like, I wouldn't no, go. But no, I don't no, want to go. But, li- I don't want to go live in my twenties again. I want to go to. I want to go to nice grocery stores like Wegmans, like you were fucking talking about, and get like nice yeah. grocery. I don't want to fucking eat off the floor, like. <laughs> that's. It was, I it go was to like. Foods.
0: Yes. Yes. And it was just like you know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And it was. I. I feel that exactly. And it's true. Like I was a different person back then. I am a, yeah. such a different person now. And yeah. I love the guy that I was back then as well, but like, I'm so glad that I know so many of the things that I know now. It's just like, it's just part, yeah. it's just, a, it's just part of being alive and growing and changing. Yeah. And, you know, like for a great example, the person now, like, you know, I'm a dad and I have a, family. you know, what's funny in the same way that we had like a community full of people and it was like really fun. I now live on a block suburbia. I'm in suburbia, suburban dad. And I live amongst a bunch of people, couples who are all roughly in the same age bracket, all have kids the same age. We all are neighbors. And I, we have a poker game and we do barbecues and what it's like. It's like, it's like, it's like friends but if everybody moved out to the suburbs and didn't live down the hall from each other we live next door or down the street and it's like i lo- i would never great it. to me it's wonderful and i yeah. n- was i had no idea it was going to happen and i d- wasn't expecting it at all and but what's amazing is i would never have this experience if i was just doing the same thing over and over and over again that i was doing in my 20s, you know, it was just a different time and a different yeah. place, you know?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I think what's interesting to that acceptance and that like kind of circles back to like what we do now in terms of like getting like the craziest, weirdest foods, like I was saying, like with like the inner child stuff, it's like, you realize like, oh, the time is passing. It's okay. I want to appreciate like this, these experiences that I had. And like, here's, this like thing food is so nostalgic and so yep. um it evokes so much emotion and like obviously and yeah, personal. And yeah personal. It's, so pers- it's personal the smells the textures the taste like everything you remember from when you were a kid everything that you never got everything like all of that stuff all and how it makes you feel it's so visceral and like so there is something like really uh in touch with our emotions, in my opinion, by like, specifically like being like, I want to find the weirdest, coolest, stupidest shit. And I want to try it. And I want to sit down. And like, for me, I like make it a thing. I like if I go to the store and I get it, I like lay it on the table. Even if I'm not filming it, I like literally will lay it on the table like a buffet. And I will be like, okay, so we're trying like, like that that's fun and that I feel like there' that's like like resonates with that
0: like um it's a ritual it's part of
1: yeah
0: a ritual and for me I need to if I have like a bunch of different this I can't believe I'm talking about this out loud I've never said this out loud love it I if I have like let's say I have like four different flavors of something I will group them into sets of flavor mm. like, like a flight. Yeah. And I like, yes. I'm like, okay, the ones that I have the most common of, I'm going to eat those now. And then yeah. I have this flight and this flight. Okay. You know, like that kind of thing. And I just sort of group it together or, you know, the, and that's what I love about Universal Yums. So this box comes to your door. You open, you I have to, to I'm check gonna it, send out. it. I to can't wait. It. I'm going to send no, no, you. No, no, no. Don't video. send
1: it to me. I'm going to buy it. You
0: just wanna, you're just going to do it. Okay. I was going to say, I did an unboxing video. And here's the thing
1: I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so here's the thing. I think I think um, these food crate vid- these food food crates are like for me. I, I as I am for, so, for whoever doesn't realize I'm a sober person. So a food crate yes. for me is like heroin. Same. <laughs> it's Same. like. It's no like uh, yeah. So I like
1: as two two sober people talking about okay. food. Like this is so spot on.
0: So it's like. You, but you know that that thrill, you're waiting for the package. Even if it's from Amazon, you're waiting for it to arrive. You can't wait for it to arrive. It comes, you open it up, you look through it, and instantaneously, instantaneously, like whatever you're going to use or whatever it was, yeah, you'll use it. Yeah. It'll be okay. But the the high, that yeah. the thrill that comes from – it's a cheap thrill that comes from yeah. – that comes from opening that package of uncertainty and like, and especially that's, what's great about the universal yums is that you open the box. Hey, this is you know, I should get sponsored by universal yums. All the, you you open the box and you have no idea what's inside and it's, it's discovery. You go, Oh my God. Well, you kind of know if you check on their social media, you kind of know, but I try to keep it a surprise. Oh, these are banana nut toffees from England. And the, the other thing too, is they, they do, you can do a box. It's like you go to a different country every month, but then they do special boxes. Like the holiday box was Christmas around the world. And that's the unboxing video I did. And then, yeah, Lindsay, this is like the shit. And then the other one was, this is what got me started was Halloween was trick-or-treat candies from around the world. And they gave you a display box with little candy dishes from six countries. And that's how I found out about the Thailand pineapple salt candy they had like they had like a columbia it was from columbia it was like a purple i don't know it was like a purple uh, uh chewy toffee that was like sour in the middle It Was like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm like getting so, high just talking about it no
1: <laughs> i i like i love it i am ima- it's like because you know what i love doing is going to world market and going in that's their little gift basket aisle with all the different foods that's my favorite so this is essentially what this sounds like except better so i mean honestly you sold me so if yes send me the send me the video because like i really wanna um now i'm really excited about it but i yeah i feel you get like it's like a visceral excitement i get excited getting that stuff and trying new things like it's cool and I don't think it's just because like I'm a lame sober person like I also like genuinely like it it, I maybe I'm sure there's a connection but like there is such an um um, like an interesting emotional attachment to something like like sitting there with like a pack of Twizzlers and like being like Twizzlers are better than Red Vines and like (laughs) I don't know why though like it's so passionate. I'm like, this is serious. I <laughs> or like um, different kinds of licorice.
0: How about like fantasizing? I fantasize about jelly bellies are one of my favorite candies of all time because of all the different varieties and flavors. And so I fantasize about different food companies licensing out their proprietary flavors to jelly belly. So for instance, my mm. fantasy <laughs> My fantasy is, there's two of them. Ready? One. Yeah. Like Pizza Hut or Domino's Pizza Flavored Jelly Belly. I know that's Ooh. super weird, but like. Interesting. I try it. The other one that I think would be really good, McDonald's French Fry Jelly Belly. Yeah. That's with a great ketchup. call. And you get a ketchup yeah. jelly belly. And then what you can do is you have a ratio. Let's say you have 12. So you get four ketchups to 12 French fry jelly bellies. So you can like, oh, you know what? I feel like having some ketchup. So, you know, you do because you can find the things too.
1: This is an amazing idea. Like truly. And I'm not even joking. Like this is so brilliant. It's so weird that McDonald's has not. Like I would have a cheeseburger one too though. Oh my God. You know what I mean?
0: McDonald's like I would, too. I, Big Mac flavor. Oh my yeah. god!
1: and the idea that you would have a ketchup flavored one that you could then put like eat with the other ones—that's so brilliant. That's crazy. Sort
0: of like mayonnaise flavored no. soda and like pickle yes. flavored soda. Like all this weird shit. Why can't they do it? For I jelly? love
1: it. Yes. Well, no. like you know, it's funny. I did a video where I I t- I tried to do like the fiery five Jelly Belly challenge. Like you know what I'm talking about. No, There's like understand. the. There's like hot pepper flavored jelly beans. And I was like, this will be funny. It's candy. And like almost threw up. I was like, all right, they took this too far. Cause it was like, I mean, like it tasted like a jalapeno and it was like nauseating. Like it was crazy. It really was upsetting. So I would suggest you trying that if you're into that. But that's also why I bake and why I like creating desserts. Because Very I want weird. the weird, right. I want the weird flavors. I want yeah. the weird stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I, I get to it. do that if I create it. Yeah. Like it's... that's what's like it's that's what's really fun is being like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna put pretzels in this because I fucking feel like it. <laughs> like yeah, you do this that...
0: on you're a Twitcher.
1: I did for a while. And then I stopped because the return just like, wasn't as it just like, I, the people that followed me were incredible and I love them, but like, nobody would, it also like for how long it took, like I would live stream for hours because I would literally make cookies from scratch or I would like make a cake from scratch. And it would be hours long of just streaming and then I would have to clean up and I would spend three hours. And then I would like, it just wasn't oh. enough of a return. I know. I know. And people were like, Oh no, we loved it. And I'm like, well, you weren't there for the four hours and yeah. the hour after that I spent cleaning my whole kitchen.
0: That's why I love this is StreamYard, what I'm using and it's free. And yeah. This is like, look, you could do all sorts of cool jazz with it. I mean, you can do, there's a lot of stuff like you can show comments if people comment. Uh, You know, the misfit show that I do is the most popular one and I can get a lot of, I get whole, I can literally talk on here for three and a half hours and I have people leaving me so many comments that I can just keep commenting and it keeps the conversation going and
1: that's the most fun. fun. I love the interaction. Yeah. I miss I miss yeah. the interaction of, of live streaming because I love live streaming and interacting like that. But especially while baking, and that's what I did when I did my live show in LA. And that's what I missed too. I basically like turned it into like a live cooking comedy show and that was so much fun and so now I can't really do that. Ask,
0: so there's a, there is comedy. Do you did the did the baking let, let's go back to the story for a minute. So you go out to LA, you start doing <laughs> yeah. stand-up comedy, You're and again that's what I understand. Like when you initially start out, you don't want to have people that you know, because you got, and that's part of like the, the thing about for, for anybody who watches this, and I'm sure Lindsay could talk about this way more than me is just simply that the comedy world is like this, its own microchasm in and of itself, where there's like, there's like coded codes of honor and, You got to eat it and you got to earn a huge thing is you got to earn your bones and you can't like this or you can't do that or, you know, you can't, you know, and the worst thing you could do is obviously steal a joke. And that's what happened to Carlos Mintz, or whatever, you know, yada, 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 that whole, that whole jazz. But you're in, are you in this scene at all, like this, this LA comedy scene or how does that?
1: yeah yeah so I mean when I started in Chicago I got into the Chicago scene but I was only like three or two years in when I when I left for LA so I knew a bunch of Chicago people but I mean everybody was like you don't leave you don't leave Chicago until you've been doing it for like eight years like you shouldn't leave unless you have a reason and I was like I gotta go so my it was an unpopular you know it didn't fit like the code of conduct um
0: you did Second but, city, yeah. Uh,
1: no, no. I just did shows and open mics and Laugh Factory and like all the clubs and stuff. Um, but um, coming out here, the scene is is split up into like two different sides to a mm-hmm. certain degree. There's the there's the alt scene, and then there's the uh, the club scene. So you have like the comedy store and the laugh act, like all these, and there's like a specific kind of comic, the kind that makes money um, that is not, that is looked down upon by the alt scene Um, Mm -hmm. because the alt scene is like the real comedy. And (laughs) yeah. And it's like fun. And to be honest, like in my, in I've found better people. That's kind of where I sat. Um, and, but I'm like, I had an open mic that I hosted for years and I, like, I hosted shows. And so I was like, I'm definitely like a part of the LA comedy scene. I'm not successful, but (laughs) I have friends.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing too. First of all, I, when, when I hate this word successful, I hate it. It's the worst word ever because the truth of the matter is. There's so many things in the arts where, like, it's not successful. What it is is, is this making me enough money that it's my day job? That's yeah, ultimately.
1: It's also success. Success is so relative because it's like, and, and stand up comics, you know, you don't have to become like a washed up comedian if you accept that success comes in different ways, right? Like, I think a lot of like what comedy, what I was like introduced to comedy as being, is like strictly stand up. You go on the road and you tour and you get on TV and you do TV sets and like you're just doing stand up, um, is so untrue because then you have these people who are like, well, I wrote a TV show and you know I didn't do stand up that much, but I wrote a TV show and then all of a sudden they're successful and everyone's like, what the fuck? And it's have like you seen well, that happen
0: not? a lot? Have you seen that happen? Oh my or?
1: God. I see I see people come at it like somebody will show up on the scene. They've been doing it for two years. Everybody poo poos them. Doesn't matter if they're talented or not. And most of the time, if you're new, like you're not as good at stand up as other people. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Everyone's like, whatever. And then they land a role on a TV show and they blow up. And everyone's like, come on. And that hat, and or or they get a writer job. They get a job on a you know as a writer because they sat it instead of going out every night. They were writing every night. So like, and you see that happen enough, and you're just like, why do we keep pretending like there's one way to do this? There's like not one way to do this.
0: Does that come from a? Does that come? No, what's interesting? This is so I find this, and I find the comedy world fascinating. And my limited exposure yeah. is from. Um, I, you know, obviously, you know, Joe Rogan is a very polarizing figure, but he's kind of like, as Roland, remember my old roommate and best friend, Roland. Uh, he is kind of like the Oprah for men in a weird kind of way.
1: Yeah, he he is.
0: He's just something that us men, we just like, we just enjoy Joe Rogan and certain, you know, sometimes he's out of order. Sometimes I find him to be out of order, but, um, uh, but I have sort of seen a little a peak a a sliver of probably something that i really truly don't understand in the comedy world when i hear when he has his comedy guys come on and then they talk about the la scene and yada 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 yeah the thing that i always hear about is and what you're which is kind of like the reason why i'm bringing this up is because you're kind of talking about this this idea of you gotta start at the bottom you gotta eat shit and you gotta earn your bones and, you know, from what it sounds like in like that that feeling of, I don't know, like, come on, like, oh, come on, like, or maybe if it, yeah, you know, part of like a sliver of resentment or whatever it might be that like, you know, that I'm not, you know, I'm not, I've been doing this for much longer and, you know, seniority truly yeah. doesn't mean shit. And yet in the, it sounds like in the the culture of the community, it's all about that if you know it's
1: it's all about that it's very high school like it's mm-hmm. very high school so it's like if you if you've been doing it you know if you're paying attention you'll be like this person's like a, a class under me or this person's a class above me that's like how people will say it out loud well, quantify
0: that quantify that more so, that so
1: there's there's like a class of comedians that came out of Chicago right around the same time as Kumail Nargiani. Okay. um, and so they they go, "Oh, well, we were in his class,
0: oh my and, God, okay, I get it and wow. then
1: there's like then there's like the Beth Stelling class, and then there's like, you know there and and like people will be like, oh well, like i I was there, but like like I was technically there, but I was under the Beth Stelling class like so oh, I, so that's like, how you I, yeah like know. i existed within it and so and we make up these rules and it's like and and to a certain degree it's important because it's like i you did have to eat shit like i've been doing comedy for 10 years now so it's like you know when someone with 2 years comes in i mean but part of why i hosted an open mic for so long was to like fight this like instinct to like squash people when they start but like um Like when I first started, like it was very like you have to earn your place. And like the truth is the entertain and and it and the entertainment industry does not work that way. Like in in a microcosm of it, it does. Like there's certain people that do. Like Joe Rogan's a great example of someone who like he did things a certain way, and therefore everyone else should do it that way. And he pretend, but like here's the thing. Joe Rogan has pulled people randomly and been like this person's cool and then they blow up. So it's right. like, well they did they put in their work like right. you know, so you know, it's but that's not how the industry works in general. It works through nepotism. It works through favors. It Who works you know? through happiness. You know. Everything it's also just luck. Like literally just luck. Yeah. Of like something happens where like it, you know, it's like kismet, you know? So it's, it's really like, it makes no sense. And like, I, we all drive ourselves crazy trying to be like, okay, this is the stuff like jo- just for laughs festival is like an ongoing joke and like terrorizer of the comedy community because just for laughs in Montreal, you audition for it as a new face. And if you're chosen as like a new face, you do a showcase, and you're then presented towards all this industry and that's supposed to like be the start of your career in so many ways, but it's all rigged. Like nobody's popping up out of nowhere. They want people that have been on TV before people that are, are auditioning for SNL have auditioned for years. Mm. These people like, already have plenty of stuff. Like I know a bunch of people that have been on SNL and they have been doing this for years and that's like not their big break. You know what I mean? Like, they've been in movies, they've been on TV, go on their IMDb, they've done, they've been doing shit. So, like, is you that make something up that cool. happens?
0: I'm so sorry. I just want to interrupt real no, quick. No, you're fine. Um, is that what happens? Is, is this something that happens in LA where it's just like you meet someone, and you're like, immediately learn their name and turn around and like check their IMDb to like see what they've done or whatever. People like People
1: totally, people totally do that. I never do that. <laughs> I don't do that with, com- I don't do that with comedians because I just don't trust us. And I feel like I, and also it it also like you learn, like it doesn't matter.
0: Right, of course it doesn't matter.
1: You get that one TV credit and then you hold on to it for like the rest of your life and you're like, but I was on this TV show. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's such a weird, it's such like a weird uh, world of uh, of madness, but the pandemic has leveled things in a way that's been really cool because hmm. pe- people aren't doing stand-up. Like the clubs aren't open um everything is shut down the only people that are doing stand up are the ones that are touring unless there's like an outdoor show so the scene has kind of been eradicated so it's like if that's all you were doing if you were like the seven nights a week stand up comedian oh, wow. wow what are you doing
0: i mean you know i always wonder like if i was if i was if that was me i would just be I would honestly just be trying to make stuff on YouTube. You know, I would be trying yeah. to like, just make content. I mean, that's what I ultimately realized when I was, you know, here's the thing about like the same thing with like the, uh, so in like the indie horror community, which is, that's my community. And yeah. like a whole community of us all on the East coast. And it's really cool. Um, And yeah. the thing about that is uh, there's no money in it at all. And it's like, we do it yeah. because it, it's like, it's like, you know, it's what I, I do this because it's who I am and what I do. And like, if I don't do it, my soul will be dead. Like that kind of thing. Right. But it's not the type of thing that's going to make me any money. I'm literally, it's like being an artist. It's like being an artist for the sake yeah. of the art, you know? And, but what's funny is, you know, what everybody's chasing is a distribution deal. Like my film is mm. picked up this or picked up that. And what's funny is um, it's literally validation. That's all it is. There's no money in it. Yeah, It's literally about the optics of saying, I got picked up by Uncorked Entertainment or I got picked up by whatever. They're not making any money. They just have the prestige. They've given away their intellectual property, whether it was worth anything or not. They've given it away for however, whatever, they signed it over. Or, oh, I got picked up by Hulu or whatever. You're not making any money. You're just validated in being... Thing And what's interesting is, and what kind of what you were talking about, leveling the playing field. I know it sounds really crazy, but really, truly, you could be doing every single thing that you want to be doing in whatever, you know, art, art, you know, sector that you're in right now with YouTube. Yes, it's like a, a might. Yes, you might be a single carbon atom in the Indian right. ocean or the Atlantic ocean of content that's out there. But I mean, I essentially, you know, when you think about it with this camera and this microphone, I have worldwide distribution of, and my own, complete creative control of my own show, even though it's like a nothing, you know, but it's just kind of interesting no, how but, like,
1: but when somebody know. asks, what do you do? You send them a link. Like that's the difference is that you have a catalog of work. That like, and that's the thing with creators. Like, our issue is, it, it, like, I think a common theme among creators is like
0: the output of work.
1: You yes. know what I mean? Like, that's what, like that this. is what I
0: live for. Like, my body of yeah. work, and that's why, like, I wanted to make a feature length film, and I wanted to make another one because when I what you know, my my pyramid when I die is like, you know, besides my children is, like, my, you know, is, like, the work that I've yeah. put out into the world, and that's what I'm, like, you know, and it's, like, this, it's it's crippling, it's terrifying to think that, like, yeah. I have to get back on the horse, I gotta make another one, I gotta make another one, I gotta do another thing,
1: Right.
0: you know? Right, and- but
1: it's also, but it's, like, that's what we're doing with this, and that's the thing, it's, like, comedians make fun of YouTubers, like, that's the thing, and that's why, like, I make fun of it, because it's, like, I mean, and YouTubers are hilarious, they're fucking weirdos but like why
0: what is it that they don't like
1: well it's just like the whole thing i mean i don't know it depends on who it is but it's like there's just this like sense of pride i think at the very least in the comedy community of like if you try too hard that like you're a loser and you're corny and so and like you have to try hard If you're doing YouTube, like I'm editing my videos and you have to say the stuff. You have to be like, subscribe, like, blah, 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 blah. And like, yeah, it sounds, exactly. It sounds stupid, but it's like, that's the stuff you have to do. I have like, I literally have to like, force myself to get up and like put on makeup and like, not like have this like bad attitude about posting on social media because otherwise I'm just like a shitty little bitch about it. But like that, that's like, the thing is, is like these YouTubers, like what, one thing I realized it's like when my, when my rep, like when my reps like go to present me and nobody knows who I am. Right. Like
0: everyone's like, who sorry sorry. what's your rep? Explain that to me.
1: Oh, um, my, like my manager and agent.
0: Gotcha. Um,
1: So, like, when they go to, like, try to, like, evangelize me, God bless their heart, um, you know, to people and they're like, who the fuck is this? I haven't, I, I haven't been on a TV show. I don't have a set on TV. Um, I, I, you can't go to all the places that you, you know, I don't have a Comedy Central set. I don't have a set on no. Netflix. So, no. like, they're trying to figure out who I am. And what do they do? They go to YouTube and they're like, oh, she does this live show. I don't get it. Oh, she bakes. I don't get it. And now they can go to like my, Insta- my YouTube and there's a body of work. Right. And they go, oh, I know exactly who this person is. I understand her character. I don't have any questions. I know what she works for and what she doesn't.
0: And that's the problem with stand-up comedy is that if you're doing live set after live set after live set, and then, you know, you're doing it seven days a week, and then COVID hits, and then suddenly, and and isn't that the thing about comedy is that it's your proprietary blend? You can't give it away until you have the special. I never understood that. I never, I, I never understood that
1: it's it's honestly everybody has different rules about it like some of the jokes that you're seeing on like new comedy specials comedians have been doing for 10 years like it's so bizarre like it's really weird comics are so odd they they, they'll retire it and then you know and some comics are like i'm gonna write a new hour every year some comics are like it took me 10 years to write an hour like it's it's honestly it's all over the place and it's gotten like less traditional um but yeah it's like it's really it's really silly but it's like i'm really proud and i'm really grateful that i adapted and that i had started to adapt before the pandemic by like mixing my baking and live streaming and i was like i had the equipment you know
0: right right so so it's, you do, you, 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 you create with what you have and you make it. And in doing so, you're also doing something that's unique. And I got to tell you, I don't really know of any other, you know, sort of baking comedy. So I think that's kind of, you know, I mean, it's kind of like unique in that way. It's pretty interesting, you know? Thanks. Um,
1: yeah, I am. Um, the
0: niche. What I mean to know. say is it's a niche. You're doing a niche. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: I and that you know, and it feels true to me, which is cool. Like, it's not something that I was like, you know, it would be brilliant comedy and baking. Okay, like, it was you know, like,
0: sorry, go, ahead, go sorry. ahead. No,
1: no, 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 I wasn't gonna say anything.
0: Um, I just thought of the best idea for you in yes, times. It? like, literally, I this just came to me. I, I. You know, this happens. Like, I have this ability to think of good ideas for other people, never for myself. Yeah, of
1: course. Of course.
0: This is, oh, my God. Like, tell me someone's not doing this in L.A. And, like, this is so, so take everything, essentially do what you're doing. But what you do is, you know, just, like, how, like, you have, like, the 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 wine and painting class where everybody paints the same picture. What you do yeah. is that you go up on stage and you bake or you make something for everybody while you're doing your comedy. And then at the end, you give out your cookies or whatever.
1: It That's a, that, that that was my live show. That's exactly oh, that what I did. that was the live
0: show. That was, that the, was live the
1: live show. Well, that oh. was the show I did. I did. I did a show like that in person. Oh. And okay. I called you're it already... Bake Stuff where like, no, but like, I I, I, yeah. So I so then you it. translated
0: it to YouTube. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so like I started out doing a live stream on Twitch, and then I was like, I want to do a live show. So Um, like I, so I, I found a co-working space that had a huge kitchen, and I would pack everybody in the kitchen, and and I would like theme it, and we would make something. Yeah, there is. There's some like older video of it. I've got to pull up somewhere. I think I have it like on a hard drive or something. But yeah, there's video. I would like throw dough into the audience and we would play (laughs) games and like somebody came up and like ate a stick of butter and like, it was just like really fun, stupid. Um, And I miss it. It's you can't really recreate it uh, online. I tried. It's just not, people don't want to engage in the same way i I would love to i I'm dying to do the show again because i I know exactly what I would change and how I would streamline
0: it but barbecue in a park you just get a grill I know just like everybody stays super super far away from each other you get someone to dress up in a really weird costume and they're like the yeah food they're like the food butler they're just like passing but then it out. I can't
1: but then it's like is it safe to share no. food like no, I know that's the thing it's like. I I it. wanted to, but that part of the fun is like making people eat it with you. Oh my and, god! You could
0: tour on that too. It's like you go to different kitchens. Around, I mean, I'm talking about pre-COVID. Pre-COVID can't do this now. Can't do this yeah, now, maybe post-COVID. Just like go around. It's like you're cooking, telling jokes. Like what a great, I truly a niche sort of situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I that's exactly what I want to do. I want to. uh I mean, I want to talk to real bakers too.
0: Why do what and, do you like, think? And interview them? I'm sorry. I'm like so terrible tonight. I keep interrupting. No,
1: you're not. You're
0: fine. Um what why can't that translate or what is what gets I mean I guess it's the live audience element, but like yeah. I'm just like thinking like about how like how could you do that in a more receptive way on YouTube that would, you know, cause it's from what it sounds like that doesn't translate. Well, obviously for obvious yeah. reasons, like, God.
1: You know, crazy. I'm, I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting there. Um, I'm, I'm working into like the idea of making it more like comedy while I'm baking. I mean, for a minute I was like, I'm, I've also had to figure out my identity on like wh- who like refined that a little bit more as to like where I sit in the baking and comedy world. And like, you know, I'm inclined because of the way people make their food content that if I'm going to be baking that like I need to be teaching them something. And I think I've decided that I'm not gonna do that um, <laughs> because I don't like, sometimes I nail it. And sometimes I fucking, fail. Like I have nothing to teach you. Like I and so like if you learn from me fucking up, great, but like I'm not going to try to give you a recipe for something that I change every time I make it. You know? So um now that I'm focused more on the entertaining piece of baking, I think I can now streamline that a little bit better into videos. And so I'm going to play with voiceover with one of my next videos and see what that looks like, but Yeah. I'm just playing.
0: That's great. And, and you want to know what I think, first of all, I think that's phenomenal. Second of all. And the best part is, is that it's just like what you said about like the luck thing, no matter what your goal is, if you just keep doing this thing that clearly drives you and makes you happy and you make it the best that you can make it that by by doing that, and you know what they say about, especially, because we got to talk about pizza in a second. I have to yes. ask the thesis question for my show. Um, oh, and
1: I have it. I have the answer. Did
0: I already send you the question?
1: Did I you? you? I thought did maybe you, you did.
0: Is it is Pizza Punk? Maybe. That's the question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So before we get there, shit, I just forgot what I was going to say about your- Sorry. Oh, 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 you know what it is? It's um it's that the fact that, you know, again, going back to the idea of being on YouTube and doing something and making it the best way, in the same way that someone makes a really good slice of pizza, you know, and yeah. word of mouth will spread, people will find that pizza joint and people will come and then you know, I don't know if you've noticed this about pizza joints or just places that serve food. If you serve really good food, you don't have to be nice to people. Could be super. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You
0: could just be like, "Fuck you!" Oh
1: my god. Fuck yeah, you. absolutely.
0: Shut the fuck up, and they're like, "Here's money. Can I please buy your yeah. muffin?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'll take your money." And fuck you, because you want to know something? Yeah, I got a product that's so good, I don't need your business. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: And no, you know, it's, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. But okay. No, so I let me agree. ask you this. Is pizza punk? And if it's punk, why is it punk? And if it's not punk, why is it not punk? And the answer is subjective. So there's no pressure. Whatever you say is the right answer, essentially. So.
1: Okay. So on instincts, pizza is not punk because it's an appropriation of italian culture and like as far as i know they they weren't making pizza i'm pretty sure we invented pizza the way we do it so in that sense like normal pizza that like masquerades as like you know traditional that's not punk what is punk is when you put macaroni and cheese on pizza Or when you even the pineapple pizza is punk because that was someone going. I don't give a fuck. I will put pine. That someone was like, I don't care about Italian flavors. I want to put ranch on my fucking. So that's where pizza gets punk. But I think I also think that uh, I also think that a calzone is kind of punk just because like someone was like leftover dough shove it like we don't want to fucking make a full pizza but yeah i think like normal pizza not punk because it's a, it's copycat it's not it's corny yeah. but weird pizza weird pizza is punk for sure that's the that,
0: answer i have to tell you i am i truly enjoy asking this question to people because i love the creativity in the answers and like all the different ways that it is or is not punk, like that get passed down are things that I never thought about. And that was a phenomenal answer. And (laughs) did you ever, and if, and by the way, if what you're saying is true, then there's nothing more punk in Chicago than Demos pizza, AKA Ian's pizza used to be Ian's.
1: Mm-hmm. And I live yeah. I lived right by there. And that is a- when I think of macaroni and cheese, pizza, Wrigley Field? I think I lived in Boys Town.
0: Oh, that's right. You lived in Boystown, Town. So you went to the same. Yeah. That was also my demos as well.
1: Yeah. So spot. like that, yeah. I, so that late ended. night pizza. Yeah. Yes. Like late night pizza. That was it. Like that was like, I Big always think pizza. of their macro. Their macaroni and cheese pizza was so fucking good. That's
0: religion, religion right there. That's
1: I was like, I mean. oh, okay, this is insane. This is like, yeah, absolutely. Taco so that is, that is a very punk pizza place.
0: Oh, love, love the. Anytime I'm in Chicago, I have to go. I've had, they had apple pie pizza. I've had s'mores pizza there. No. Had, yes, yes. They once had s'mores pizza. Uh, It was Nutella with marshmallows on pizza dough. And uh, Inav and I are big, we're we're big pizza fans. As a matter of fact, speaking of Wegmans, they do a wood-fired frozen pizza, but it's wood-fired. So what you do is we have a round cast iron skillet. Folks, this is the secret. If you ever want to make pizza at home that feels like takeout pizza or whatever, like pizza from a place, what you do is you have to get the wood-fired pizza. super key. Make sure it's wood-fired. Get yourself a round cast iron skillet. Make sure it's got the olive oil on it. Preheat that sucker to like 400 degrees with the the skillet already in. Leave your frozen pizza standing out. You don't want to leave it. You want it to thaw naturally. And then you take that motherfucker and you slide it in. And the olive oil at the bottom of the cast iron skillet crisps up the bottom. You feel... Like you are eating a pizza straight from the restaurant. It costs you $5. Uh, and like I am a big fan of the wood fire, like the Napolitan style. So you get that, yeah. that sort of rustic the the non-punk pizzas, you would say. And um, and it is like having it, it's the best. It's honestly the best. And yeah. it's so rewarding because you feel like you feel like you've you've unlocked this secret of you feel like you've unlocked this this like secret that you're not supposed yeah. to know about, and so I yeah.
1: fucking I'm gonna try that next time for you sure. Got a
0: round cast iron skillet. You don't need a pizza stone. All that bullshit is bullshit. Just a round cast iron skillet is the missing key, and then the the heated olive oil is what crisps up the bottom of the that pizza. I like that. You know that that when you when you hit it and it goes like when you hit it and you feel that you hear that little you know that, that yeah. you know. You know it's good to go, so you know that's how yes. we do. You know, and um,
1: that's great.
0: Listen, I, I I really want to. We're we're slowly landing this airplane. I really want sure. to. I, I let's. I, I'd like to take. I, I did went to the trouble of compiling them. I know we didn't need them, but I feel like we should take a look at some uh, some old family photos from a long time ago. And think.
1: I would love it.
0: Okay. And, and, you know, it's interesting. I have things, I, I think I have some stuff that you may not even remember that I, I haven't even watched it myself. So I have no idea what it is. It's just fun. And if you want, I can send them to you. If you want just to have them for yourself. Uh, yeah, you know, already. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, it's funny you, before you got into, you know, video production yourself, you, you were making videos in the sense that one day, because you know, when I was, when I was in, in film school, I would still shoot yeah. stuff all the time. I just loved having yeah. a video camera. We did Louis. remember Louie, Louie, myself, and this guy, Doug, we did the gallon challenge and I just had my video camera yeah. on that. And you know what the most rewarding thing is that exists. I can still remember that, you know, yeah. that it's there. That's a beautiful thing. That's why I love It really is it's it's wonderful yeah and so you know i'm always was filming things little sketches and one of my favorite muses was uh our our mutual friend adam who i still talk to to this day <gasps> we're, still, we're still biffs uh so we still oh, and um he actually he's back in chicago now and uh mm-hmm. yes yes he just uh he came back last year and um uh, and and one day I said to Lindsay, I was like, Lindsay, uh, come over. Just, you know, uh, again, brief overview. Lindsay and I went to school together, went to Columbia College in Chicago, and we had a lot in common. And at the very beginning, it was like, it was like you, what I remember is it was always like you, me and Graham, because we all lived in the same yep. building. And we would go, we would have, you know, what's funny about Lindsay and I? We spent an incredible amount of time at the original Playboy mansion, if you could believe it, it was yes it, we there was a we facility, sure did. there was a facility there and or whatever it was like a clubhouse whatever you want to call it, and we we spent a lot of time I don't forget what street that was on it was on one of the streets um
1: it was it off Dearborn
0: Dearborn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could walk to, you could walk to that diner. Remember that diner where everybody used to eat at?
1: Yes. What is it? What Seventh? was it called?
0: Seventh Heaven.
1: No, it was something else. It was also, like I want to say it was like Chicago Target.
0: Ave. It was on Chicago Ave. Uh,
1: oh yes, yes, Not yes. I can't remember. Portillos
0: was the other. No, place.
1: it had a weird name, and I you can't remember. It. I know exactly what you're talking about. You got the omelets. Yeah.
0: People loved the omelets there. Yeah. It was an and they spot. were,
1: it was all very mediocre food and we all yeah. just like.
0: But that's continued. what it was about. That wasn't about yeah. And So we spent, so it used to be, and then what I remember is our, we remember our friends, uh, Javier started, uh, I started hanging out with Javier and Darren and yep. uh, Elizabeth. And I'm trying to remember there was some Susan. other people. Susan and. Uh, and slowly, our our community we started to sort of connect and grow. in this this whole little community it was it was wonderful, beautiful time. And I'm giving I'm saying yeah. I'm all this because I want to give context to these photos, uh, and and video. And we we spent a lot of time uh, all hanging out. Sometimes we'd go to this gothic uh, nightclub called Neo, and dance. Yes,
1: of uh, course I remember Neo.
0: Yeah, Neo, which is no longer. It's R.I.P. Sadly. And um, or or you know, a great example is there was just always a party or watching Star Wars. Like the same people would all get together and watch Star Wars at our friend Nicole's house, and we would all yeah sit there and just hang out and watch Star Wars, and we just we just would have the best times. It was like (laughs) it was like Rent in Chicago, but like it was great.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) it was just really nice. You know, just what what I mean by that is just like a bunch of twenty somethings just all together, you know, hanging out, you know, uh, again, like not realizing that it's the best time of our lives. And like, in the sense of like, you know, just like being young and free and not having anything like, you know, holding you back or tying you down or anything like that. Um, And just a beautiful, just a beautiful time. And so these are, I I thought since, since Lindsay and I are having a, 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 a a reunion that is a decade in the making, why not look at some of our of these photos and see if it brings back memories and yada 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 sure, so that well. all right so I'm gonna share my screen here and we're gonna start yeah. off with whoa look at that one
1: <gasps> yes that was the that was the sober prom I remember
0: that was a that was a prom and And all of
1: these, I'm gonna be so tan from working at that tanning salon.
0: Right, you worked at a tanning salon. I remember this. Yes. Oh my
1: god, so tan.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were very, you were very, very tan back then. You were. That's
1: this is great.
0: I and I was I was super skinny. I was still. I was just fresh off of not being a smoker. And my metabolism hadn't slowed down yet. I really make my skin (laughs) sound like I'm a fat fuck. I'm not that.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say.
0: Because you don't understand. Like, I really. You don't understand, though. Like, I look at pictures, like, you wanna know what's funny? My nose has shrunk because my cheeks got fatter.
1: That's so funny.
0: No, like, I'm not kidding. Like, if you look at photos, and again, this is not like a narcissistic thing, it's just like an observation of when I was younger. I, my nose was much more of a schnozoa, but now it looks more in proportion to my face because my cheeks are fatter it's so weird
1: that's so funny
0: so so this Yay! Is, this was a photo of um
1: birthday party the birthday roast party. I,
0: yeah and we're oh I think we're God. embarrassing you there we're, we're
1: yes, making, you are
0: and that's the sort of thing this was at neo oh. See, look how much thinner I am there. Look how my nose is a lot bigger because I'm thinner, I think. There's Javier. There's Jerry.
1: Oh, my God. Jerry. Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember the, that jewelry. I had my sunglasses in my hand for some reason.
0: Uh, you were a Neo. And you had to wear sunglasses in a dark goth club at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Duh.
1: Look at that fake tan, though!
0: Wow, really rocking I, that. I gotta be honest with you. I never really thought. I, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of see it now. But like, I never that never really, that was never really like a conscious observation at all. That's so me.
1: funny. I well, know. it was also not like abnormal for the time.
0: True. So Maybe
1: that's, that's that was like it was of the era.
0: That's true. This is another photo. So Lindsay sat in the middle of the street. This was at Darren's apartment. Yeah, that's Jeff, and that's Ian, and that oh guy is Brian. Maybe. Wow,
1: that's a good memory. I have no idea. You can see
0: my elbows—you can see my elbows through the shirt, that broken shirt. Ew, yeah, yeah, you're very embarrassed and. I remember, you know what's funny? When I look, I remember uh, Darren was obsessed with his jeans and he'd always put his jeans in the freezer.
1: In the freezer, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I would never understood it. He was just like, yeah, you got to put your jeans in the freezer,
1: you know? That's so, that's right, he was, he was super obsessed. Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Yeah. See, look how much bigger the nose is, though. That's what, like.
1: I don't really, like.
0: I know you don't think. It's the same thing, Lindsay about the tan thing. No, is, I you know, I,
1: I know, I know, I know. But you just, yeah, it's interesting. God,
0: it's so weird how you,
1: like, your face changes when yeah. you're older.
0: It does, it does. Yeah. I remember, too, I remember when I first came, I don't know if it was, no, I, 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 it wasn't when I first came to Chicago, but I remember I stayed at your apartment because I didn't have my apartment yet, and it was yeah. for, like, a few days. And, like... I remember I had to like sleep in my boxers because I didn't want to get cat hair all over my clothes because of Sugar <laughs> Bear.
1: Yes. And
0: I'm so glad that Sugar Bear is fourteen years old and live and kicking and one that's She's wonderful. Hi, Sugar Bear. You don't remember me, do you?
1: I'm such a little baby. That's yeah. why. You're a little need. She's my little baby. Yeah. She's
0: like fuck um, so- off, please. She's like, leave me alone. So there's just yeah. us.
1: Yeah,
0: Just being silly. Wow.
1: That, that was the same. So young.
0: So young. I, I was, well, you were, so if you're, you're two years younger than me, I was 22 maybe or 21. You might've been 19 there, maybe. Wow. Yes. guess. Now, what's going on in this photo? I wanted to ask you about this. Am I just trying to fart on you or?
1: Yes, probably. And then and that's my ex-boyfriend.
0: Like that? That is your ex boyfriend. Shut up.
1: That's my ex boyfriend. That's the not one the I didn't one. even know I didn't like.
0: Wait, that guy? That's not him. Yeah. Yes, so, it is. Whoa, I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking of a different. No, that's so crazy. There were
1: there were there were many there were many a, a man, but this this is the guy that I dated that I like dated steadily, and he was like a very nice man, but Does his not name for begin me.
0: With a J. If I remember, no, it correctly. begins
1: with a B, but the J—that's um, that the definitely one. Definitely a different.
0: That's the one I was talking about before. The J. Oh yeah,
1: when the you J was, was that, pretty broken up with.
0: Yeah, that was the the one I was thinking of. Maybe I I don't. Then I have no memory of that. This is us pretending to be Lindsay because this is was Lindsay's I, outfit.
1: I was obsessed with scarves and belt. Yes.
0: Lindsay oh my God, very Kate. A scarf. Yep, that's that's MKR as we used to call her. Well, nobody called her that. I called her. MKR.
1: She lives in L.A.
0: Does she? How is she doing? Is she good? She's she doing good. She's good. She's you tell good. her I say hello next time you see her.
1: I will. We still talk. I just texted oh, her the other day.
0: You tell her I say hi. Just casual. I will. Hey, remember that guy Jeff, from Chicago? He says hi. I <laughs> course, do um, remember you. But yeah, so the, the 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 outfit Lindsay's outfit was she had to have a belt around her waist. That was the style, oh, though, right. back there. That was the style. Yeah. And then you had this, like, uh, this keffiyeh. It's like a keffiyeh scarf. It's like an Arab scarf that you put around uh, your neck. And then with a plaid shirt. And the one thing that we didn't have that we couldn't replicate from your outfit, because this was like a Lindsay-themed party, was you you had these, these Fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves. Yes. Yes. It was a huge part was- of the trademark. Loved it
1: loved it wore the same thing that's so funny
0: and that's vince who was i like, know i don't know if you keep up with him but i he like he was like off social media and then he came back on social media i don't know
1: yeah i follow him a little bit i we i followed him on social media for a while but if he went off of it then
0: well I yeah he know. Was off on this is I love yes. this photo. I asked Lindsay before when I was wanted to like do a little Instagram uh, heads up thing. I just wanted to make sure she was okay with this photo. Now see Lindsay is not actually grabbing my unit. What happened was I decided I was gonna dress up as Batman and so I stuffed ginormous amount of socks in my pants because I wanted to make it look like I had a big wang, but in like an ironic, like I know I don't have a big wang, but I'm gonna make it look like my wang is really big. And so that's yes. what this photo is. And it's great. That's, and no
1: and and I had stuffed my FUPA also. Yes.
0: yes like I had shit
1: stuffed in there too. Yeah. No. So it was a perfect
0: You were Tammy. Tammy was your name.
1: I was Tammy. I was supposed to be trailer trash. But now that fanny pack would be cool and so would the jeans. So Wait, here, really? Yes.
0: That's so fa-
1: fanny-, fanny packs are fucking cool.
0: You know what's kind of funny? I have to just quick sidebar here. When COVID hit, I I wear a lot of basketball shorts, gym shorts, because, you know, I'm sure you can relate. At this point in our lives, it's more about function over fashion, right? I just want to. Yeah, like, oh, for I, sure. Practical, pragmatic, yada, yada, yada. Right. Well, you know, uh, having a wallet and keys and all these things, I was like, I want to be freeballing in my basketball shorts. I don't want to have to have my pockets weighed down. But at the same time, I, you know, I needed my mask and my hand sanitizer and at the time, rubber gloves when we didn't know that like it was okay not to wear rubber gloves. And um, because there was like a little window of time where it's like, you should be scrubbing your groceries. And um, and so I bought like a, a side sling. It was like a fanny pack that goes around, like a European yeah. man sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. but what's interesting and funny because depending on who you're with in the forum, somebody might make fun of you for wearing something like that. Sure. And so it's like it. I had what I was looking for was something so particular because I did not want it to come off looking like a purse, even though it totally looks like a purse. And so (gasps) I try to wear it like it's a messenger bag.
1: Sure, I that's cool.
0: Dude, it is so practical and I love it. And it's almost big enough to fit, I have like this small Bluetooth keyboard that I can use for word processing, almost fits
1: that.
0: really? Yeah, Shit, like
1: that's big.
0: You know, it's like if I have, you know, sometimes I'll like I'll go out and I don't want to take a laptop. I don't want to take anything. I want to sit at a coffee place. Yeah. I want to do word processing. I I'm a writer. I like to write. And so right. I everything's Google Docs and you connect your keyboard and you can just you could be a writer. You could be a word processor. You don't need a whole shebang. And it's probably better because you're not like distracted by Facebook and the internet. So
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. I like that.
0: Um, So, yes, this is like a great photo. I'm really like this one. Love it. This is a great photo.
1: Yes.
0: is that Halloween. There's us holding our things. Now, this is a funny photo. I don't know if you remember what I used to do to you all the time.
1: You used to always uh, put straws in my hair?
0: I just would. No, you would just be sitting. I think this might have been at Portillo's and that look
1: it would check out
0: you just like you would just sit and eat quietly and i would just bother you while you would eat and like i would put stuff in your hair and i would like yeah uh, you know just like fuck with you and you'd be like jeff just fucking stop it like go away <laughs> like total like just just total nuisance and there's even a video of it which we'll play in a second
1: oh my god
0: and there's there's Graham behind us. Remember Graham?
1: Yes, of course I do. Graham
0: Cracker. He's out in LA. You ever, you ever uh, talked to Is him?
1: He? No, yeah. I haven't connected with him at all.
0: I haven't spoken to him in more than a decade, but I did talk to his roommate recently. And from what he tells me, he's doing very well, and he has a baby and wife and yada, yada, yada. I don't know what he does.
1: That's so great. But,
0: you know, he's he's out there in... Uh, there in LA whispering something to you. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh my god. There are Twizzlers in at this yeah. party. Yeah.
1: I mean Chicago's a Red Vine city, so having Twizzlers is
0: important. I agree. See, this is a prime example of Yes,
1: at, you see Amanda.
0: Yes. She might have been taking the photo. This is Allende. Yes. And we would go here every Sunday. We would go here, either here or Clark's, we would go here. And this is a great example of me. Like Lindsay's just sitting trying to eat. And this is me just, just fucking with her. And, you I know, I make it. her wear a mask and I'm saying something. <laughs> and she's just saying, Jeff, just fuck off. Like, <laughs> let me sit and eat. I just love let me, it. Let me sit and eat my food. Um, Oh just another, again these are kind of redundant you know just a, a photo of Lindsay and I and I'm giving the finger and something I happens.
1: love it
0: though of course it's, I love it too it's wonderful but you know this is a great photo yeah Lindsay I, you know I always I would always make these oh, excuse me Lindsay I'm going to get a little vulgar for a second oh yeah you know yeah. I always would would make jokes about how Lindsay just had a big just a robber, huge dick. just huge yep. dick Way more dick than I ever could have as a man. Just, just, oh, it, just, just, just big swinging, big dick.
1: dick energy,
0: big dick energy, and so we would always talk about our dicks, and this is us yep. holding them. Mine, oh yours, are imaginary, and mine, not really there as well. So, I- so <laughs> oh, hold on, is that the last photo? That's the last photo. But what a good photo it was. Ugh. So, so that's the photo. Wait, that's the photo presentation. And then, wait, where's the? Here's the other. Oh boy, there it is. (gasps) I don't know if we're gonna be able to see these. This is Lindsay one. I don't know if you are gonna be able to hear this. Maybe through my headphones.
1: Ooh, let me see.
0: This video is either from 2008 or 2009. Now, for those of who may or may not remember. You know, to be able to record video on your cell phone in the aughts was incredibly difficult. There were video cameras, video cameras existed, but to be able to record audio, you could not do so easily. Let's see if you can hear this, Lindsay. Ready? I'm gonna play this now. I can hear.
1: Who am I sitting next to? Um
0: I don't know. I you know what I would do? You know what this is? This is muchering I would just butcher you, which is
1: I love it.
0: It's like a Yiddish word it. for just, you know, just fucking with someone. Hold on, let me who are you sitting next to? That might be at Portillo. Sounds like Jerry's laugh. Oh, maybe.
1: I love
0: it. It's probably went on for a little longer than it needed to. Not until the video is over. It's almost over. Just, just let it happen. Just let it happen.
1: It's almost over. Is that yeah. your voice? That's you know, not it's, your voice.
0: You know, it's so weird. It sounds, it sounds. It doesn't sound like me, but I feel like that is has to be me talking. Like one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, maybe it doesn't sound like you.
0: Okay, Look, yeah. you're wearing the gloves right now. You can't.
1: Oh my God. You're, you're wearing right. the gloves.
0: Those are the gloves. Okay, that's the first one. Okay. And then the second one, I bet you're probably going to be like, Jeff, fuck off. I don't even remember. No, I love
1: it. I can't wait.
0: Let's see. Eat this crayon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Different time, people. Different time.
1: Yes, different time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: say, say suck a cheetah's dick.
1: <laughs> I, I remember that.
0: You know what's funny? I don't, I I'm, I am can't believe I actually encouraged you in the middle of the restaurant to say suck a cheetah's dick so yeah. casually while I was who recording cares? it. But right, I yeah, no, who it. cares. But what's funny is because this is kind of foretelling the future, Right. Yeah, you sang the yeah. whole I I made you. I was like, Lindsay, come over, you're gonna do this video. You were like, you're like, I'm sure now or you know, maybe a little bit later you'd be like, Oh yeah, Jeff, I'll do that because I like to do this stuff. But at the time it wasn't really your thing, but you were just yeah humoring me and yeah.
1: No cheat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God! Who is sitting next to you? You you are exercising incredible restraint. In, in oh that. my
1: God! No, in I loved video. it. It was it was fun. I loved it.
0: You loved it then, or you love it now?
1: No, I loved it then. I oh, did.
0: That's good. So this was a video. This was the video we made. We made this at my apartment. This is the last thing. We're not, we can't obviously we can't sit and watch this whole thing. I'm just gonna skip around. Sure. But, um th- this is the raw footage. This is not the 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 edited video, uh, which oh. I thought would be more fun than watching the actual for who wants to watch the actual thing. We can just see the the behind the scenes. And so I called this is Adam and we called him over and what was funny. I actually really liked the way this this first shot came out. This was good.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yes, I remember! We were so clever.
0: That was so clever, right?
1: Beating everybody. We were so clever.
0: Wasn't that a good idea? Because it's like, you know, double entendre, idea. like you're cleaning, but you're also, you know, it's like, it was so good. So It was a right. really good- look. Look, there's me. I'm like motioning to you. Look what I'm wearing too. I'm wearing, what like, are you wearing long johns because I'm wearing long. I'm wearing waffle shirt and waffle pants because you know, like long johns because Chicago was freezing all the time, and my room yeah. wasn't insulated. You know, I didn't have any insulation in my bedroom in the back. It was like it was. You had to wear stuff to stay warm. You know. Oh my god. So what am I telling you right now? I'm, a little bit off. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. All right. Um, here, let me. Here, we're gonna do it one more time. I'm just. I'm
1: being so compliant.
0: Okay. Right there. You're being what?
1: So compliant.
0: Yeah. Very. very yes.
1: Okay. Try and very space, professional.
0: But I had I had a vision that I wanted it had to be lined up perfectly for the double yeah. entendre. So we had to. It was the only so way. Great job, everybody. And <laughs> all right, back your head down a little bit. Okay, this And Adam is you. drinking, I think Adam is drinking Dr. Hansen's, actually.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Perfect. It was great. Perfect. It was, good. It was great. And then Darren, uh, Dar- oh, yeah, then this was the side shot to reveal this, right? What you were doing. You were, you know, Lindsay, Wait. you were actually really good in this.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: You were really good. You had, you always had that pizzazz in front of the camera. And I'm sure that like, you know, again, if you like thought if that was ever a direction you wanted to go where you really were like, I want to to, like do sketches that you could do the Lindsay show, because I think this video proves it. I'm not just saying it because we made it. I really think you could do that.
1: Tell my acting teacher.
0: I I will. You should show this to them. Show them the 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 double entendre.
1: We'll be like, um,
0: yeah. Uh, but um, so this is Darren. So Dar- these this was my roommate's actually. He had set a coloring book, and we were just using it for this sketch. And Darren is supposed to be playing your child. Yes. And then he gets high from sniffing markers. Cut. And he sniffs the markers, oh and it's God, really he's funny. So young, everybody is so young. Wait, why are you laughing? Let's see why you were laughing. Yeah, why? Well, let's find out.
1: That's a good shot. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The red light is on. Red light is true. <laughs> you better believe this is going on, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> it really was true. Uh, Twelve years later, it really did go on the oh internet. Oh, my
1: God. And we, on the internet. Oh, we were having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: so going on the oh, my God. Darren hurt hurts himself, yeah. So you know oh that my happened. God. You know everybody yes. had a. Oh my god, he had a tongue ring.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, I he
1: totally did. forgot.
0: Yep, yep. So then you're doing the shot again.
1: God, those bangs.
0: Yep, yep. And then this is when you find out that he is passed out because he sniffed too many markers. Mm-mm, my son your son. And he wrote a very, a word we won't show, but he wrote a word that was not very nice <laughs> on. Right? Yeah. He wrote a not very nice word that is not very nice in today's. Vernacular. No,
1: it's not 2021. Steve.
0: No, it's not 2021. Steve. We're not going to show it, but it's um, yeah.
1: Oh, and then he, he kicks me in the crotch. Yeah,
0: he, he, he punched you in the coochie. Hold on. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. We don't want to hear that hold on one second. Yeah, you see that? I made you do that a lot. Oh, and then.
1: Oh, it's fine. Nobody saw. it. Do uh, you have any idea what came out of his mouth? He was drawing. You know what? I, I don't give a damn with that little pass. <laughs> I not Sandwich. I just run into the wall.
0: Yeah, literally. Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: I wish I still had those jeans. They're cool now.
0: Really? Is it, is that how it works? I just don't know how these fashion trends.
1: And I got those as a joke.
0: Really? You still have Mm -hmm. them? No, I wish.
1: I wish I still had them. Do
0: you think all those thrift stores that we live by, like all those magical places, are they still around or did they get destroyed by COVID? I'd be like, devastated. Uh,
1: I think they got destroyed by COVID and so sad, and younger kids.
0: That is so sad. Hello. Do you know what your son just did? Do you have any idea what came out of his mouth? He called me a tranny. Me. Oh. Sorry. And action. You are such a stupid little showoff. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Wait, what? so. The whole point is that it's supposed to. We just. I mean, it's kind of made it up on the spot. It was really just an excuse. We did. We just. I, it was an excuse because we just wanted you to sing about you know sucking a Suck cheetah stick, which is for those who don't know, Wesley Willis is he's a, 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 a an institution. Some would say a musical institution of Chicago, Chicago mythology, Chicago lore. The rock and roll McDonald's, you know all that. It was just this this homeless man with a Casio piano who who suffered from uh, schizophrenia and wrote crazy songs with pre-programmed music. And one of them was "Suck a Cheetah's Dick," <laughs> and you know. Uh, and I was like Lindsay, you got to sing the song. So yeah. basically, this is a, an excuse for Lindsay to tell her family to suck a cheetah's dick. That's
1: yes, exactly.
0: That's what's happening here. So. <laughs>
1: Roy. Set a ass. <laughs>
0: Track is. Can All you right. tell that I'm not looking at her if I don't look at her? Yeah. Don't worry. About it. All right, hold on. Oh, I keep trying. I have to keep pausing and replaying the song. It's on the TV. Oh, fuck. Suck a polar
1: bear's sp- fucking
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, going back. I'm, like, trying to get...
1: Okay. That's so funny. Suck a polar bear's funky ass.
0: Suck a race, horse's kind. Thanks for being a Suck a donkey's chair. Suck a bear. Roy. It took a while to get it, but, you know, eventually... Oh, wait. This is good, I think. Suck a polar
1: bear. Ass. Suck a race horse's dick with high tomato ketchup. Suck a dog's shitty ass. Suck a male camel stick with horses Suck a cheetah dick. Suck <laughs> a cheetah dick. Suck a cheetah's dick. Suck, cheetah's dick.
0: Suck cheetah's dick. Got it. And what's amazing, I don't know if you memorized did you memorize this or did you, I, don't think
1: did I, perp- I think we just did it so many times.
0: I think I, I think I was like feeding you each line. It had to be. Cause like I, it was not, I I think this was my first time ever trying to lip sync something. I had never done this before. I was just like, I just wanted yeah. to make this video. It was, this was a time where YouTube was still, I mean, yes, you had like the first wave of like YouTube, like royalty and stars, but like, This is a time where, like, you know, some people did have a YouTube channel. I had one since 2006. You know, some people had a YouTube channel and you would make a video and you would hope that whatever you were doing was funny and that it would go viral because that's what it was all about viral videos in those first like five years. This was like YouTube is four years old at this point. Isn't that crazy to think about?
1: Yeah. I can't.
0: (laughs) I don't know where the choreography came from for that, but that is that was
1: awesome. Great.
0: That was such a good idea that to have them both doing stuff in the background.
1: Such a good idea. Yeah. Suck a hyena's <laughs> spermy dick.
0: Suck a hyena's spermy dick. I mean, what what language? This is funny.
1: That was good.
0: That was good. That was good. And then Darren goes into this whole, oh yeah, you're doing a dance thing on the, ca- on the thing. That's because there was a breakdown in the song.
1: Yes.
0: You were getting into it. You were enjoying that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then yeah, that was weird. That was right, you know.
1: Oh yeah, Darren and I simulated sex and made out a lot.
0: I mean, it was but it was like funny. Like it was like really, yeah. really funny. It was like a novelty that you guys were in, you guys were really good friends, and that was just like something that you did. It's just like totally. a joke. I I mean, do you didn't do that you did that cuz the camera was rolling. The camera was rolling. Yeah, like it was
1: hella- yeah, oh, it right. was funny. We were being weird.
0: Right. Right. And then this, everybody's just dancing. God, he was so great. I'll never forget when I first met Adam, I showed him a movie I made called A Man in His Meat. And the I, I knew Adam and I were going to be very good friends because he watched my stupid little video. And I swear to God, Adam laughed so hard. He fell out of his chair. It was in This was at 2 East Faith. He fell out of the chair and I, I swear to God he was gonna have a heart attack. He couldn't stop and it was just a stupid video, but I was just like yeah. I, I just I was like, this guy just understands. He just gets it. He just understands the, the goofiness. Fuck yeah. You know. And that's it. So, oh yeah, and then you know. we make
1: out, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so fun though.
0: Yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was really, it was really fun. I was really glad that, that we could, we could go down memory lane and just sort of, you know, reminisce about, you know, these funny things. I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, it's good. It's, it's really nice to sort of uh, do that sort of stuff and, you know, just sort of reminisce. And I got to tell you that it really is, as I said before, that's why, you know, with, with the cell phone cameras now and with like memory cards being so cheap, I I don't have an iPhone, I don't have an iCloud I account, but I just keep loading in memory cards that I never hesitate to turn on the camera and record something. I just have hard drives full of videos that someday I will look back on and smile or cringe or whatever be the case.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. <sighs>
0: yeah. Yay, we did it! This, you know, I got to tell you. i'm So glad we did. I'm so glad that we did this, and it was so nice to to see you sort of face to face. You know, I agree. If I, I agree. if I in the future have some very special content, like where I need like a judge panel or something, or I want, I don't know, something in the future, I am not going to hesitate to be like, "Hey Lindsay, I want to do this thing on the show." We'll have you on and yada yada yada. So
1: please. And you have to that. send me the stuff about the that that food thing. I want to see oh the my God, yes. what
0: I yes. I want to I'm hear your excited. your two cents on that and sort of like uh, just hear what you have to say and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about that. This is great wow. though. I love you.
0: Dude. This was seriously super awesome, and I'm just I'm really glad that that we could reconnect. And I hope that someday, if I'm ever out there, if you're ever out there, you know, hit me up, or I'll hit Please. you. Up we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, hit we'll, me uh, up
1: if you're ever.
0: If it's COVID safe, we can get coffee and and. I
1: would love that.
0: Or eat some really weird shit. <laughs>
1: well, yeah.
0: Um well, yeah, Lindsay. Where is what is the best? Cause I'll put it in the link in the description. What yeah. What is the best, what is the stuff that you want people to see all, you know, 25, 30 people that will watch this? Where, where do we find Lindsay? Uh,
1: uh, definitely
0: so
1: go to my YouTube, which is uh, the channel is Lindsay Adams is popular. Um, and then my Instagram is also Lindsay Adams is popular, so
0: that was you know,
1: smart. That's too easiest. I changed it. My Instagram was different, and I synced it up. And my TikTok is the same, but I don't really post
0: anything on TikTok. You know, it's funny too. It's always like the worst part. The worst part about like making up a name is that like you have to stick with it. Once yeah. you, if you want to like try and brand yourself or whatever, that's why I'm just from us. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's my last name. But what's, yeah. if you make that change halfway through when you're trying to establish yourself in some way, it's just like annoying because you're kind of like, it's like starting all over again because, you know.
1: That's why I had to make it so weird. And I'm glad you can change it with Instagram and YouTube, but yes. you can't with Twitter. So my Twitter has always been different. My Twitter's Lindsay's face. And, so it's just like I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe and I'm branding
0: poorly. Freaking Lindsay's Lindsay's face. Lindsay's freaking face. Lindsay. Yes. I want to say thank you so much for coming to the show. Say hello thank to you. Nick for me. I
1: will. Give that your family for me.
0: I will. And you, you, you give Sugar Bear a big, a big cuddle behind the ears. Look at him. Her. Ah, oh, what a sweetie! Guys, she's just like a baby. She is a baby. She's just a baby. She's a. We we used to say the word "neen" all the time. I don't know why you don't, you're so mean. afraid of "neen." Little uh, "neen." Guys, it's late. I gotta wake up in the morning, so we're gonna end this Pizza Punk. This has been really great, hey. Lindsay. Love you. Peace love you. and air grease.
1: Bye.